Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today with me, I have Ryan again. I'm back, and you can't keep me down. <laughs> I'm still doing that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep on rolling with yeah. it. <laughs> you got to build my brand. <laughs> Copy that. And today I also have Nick, Captain Tangent himself. Ask me how many tangents I have for us. How many tangents do you have for us? I got five on. Oh! <laughs> you know what? That's a creepy hip-hop song. Maybe the best part of this thing. No, well, okay. The, it's on my iPod. Yeah, so we'll, we'll go into it. Captain Marvel, right? But I remember grooving to that song back Lunes? in the day. Yeah, How do you say man. his name? Yeah, 95. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and then what is that? P. Diddy, he sampled that yep. that track, and then he had this the other song. The beat is super creepy. Yeah, like, it's no. pretty cool, yeah. True dad, true dad, I believe. <laughs> So, for this week's movie, if you haven't checked it out on Twitter, we're going to be doing Us by Jordan Peele. We're, we're staying relevant. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're staying relevant. <laughs> so, uh, before we go into that, we're just going to do a little bit of movie news. And the biggest thing that happened, I think it was on Wednesday, Fox actually acquired, uh, or sorry, I have that backwards. Disney acquired Fox. So, so Wolverine the merger went with Iron Man. Yeah. That so, is that's officially. crazy, yeah. though, man. It is crazy. I don't even think it's a great idea, so, ultimately. Well, it's a great idea for Disney, and yeah. they are becoming a powerhouse juggernaut. Super juggernaut. They're basically going to distribute Where's Theodore Roosevelt, man? <laughs> we need a, thank God Sony has Venom. I guess we uh, I, they can keep it going. I guess. <laughs> so I guess with that, as far as Disney taking care of... Uh, are taking over Fox is apparently they're going to be scrapping almost everything they have. Wow. So Dark Phoenix is still going to come out. I've heard that New Mutants might actually just stream online to Disney's oh, new right? online they're streaming. Not even yeah. Really? That's, it was that's kind the of rumor. like a horror take on the X-Men. Yeah. I, sort of I mean, liked. I was that was that was the X-Men movie I actually wanted to see because yeah. it's like, oh, well, an original, you know, X-Men yeah, 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 movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, yeah. I remember thinking the same thing about Josh Trank's Fantastic Four movie. That didn't oh, work gosh, out. Yeah. But I just know that. Fox was really putting their eggs in one basket for the new yeah. movies. They were really pushing it because if they couldn't do X-Men, then this is what they had to do. Right, exactly. Could so, have been good. I mean, yeah. I hope it I hope it gets released in a movie theater, actually. Yeah. I would like that, too. I really want to see it either way. I mean, that's the rumor. It still might get that theater release, but that's what at least the rumor is, that Disney's just going to put it onto their own online streaming service. Now, they're going to be scrapping everything and starting fresh, except for Deadpool, because Deadpool's doing so well. I think what they're going to do is they're, they're going to... Stay with it. Yeah, but they're going to be integrated more, yeah. in theory, right? Now you could actually see... Mm-hmm. I don't know. You could see one of the X-Men or multiple X-Men or Iron Man show up in a Deadpool movie, you right? Could, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a more and more expensive movie. That's more all. meta. <laughs> they make a lot of money, so they can increase the budget a little yeah, bit. Yeah, They're good. They're it's good not going to be Age of Ultron expensive. <laughs> no, uh, no way. So, I mean, that's what they're planning on doing. I'm fine with them leaving Deadpool alone. Let that operate on its do, own yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to throw things in there for gags, you know what? Do what you want to do with it. So, um, It'll be good for Deadpool, even though we like the tone we like it's rated r it works Mm -hmm. really well uh lives in its own universe but if you could just because they get a little bit uh, repetitive right redundant so if you can throw in a dead captain america or something like that (laughs) maybe that'll be funny you know Mm -hmm. yeah oh and i guess also he spoofed he spoofed Mm -hmm. the uh end game trailer also oh did he really deadpool showed up yeah you can watch it online somewhere deadpool showed up in one of those quantum jumper shoots i just uh, pretty funny (laughs) okay all right i just remember where ryan reynolds and hugh jackman they did commercials for each other's like oh uh, yeah yeah which is pretty cool and that was great yeah (laughs) ryan reynolds went all out for his comedy if we see hugh jackman as wolverine again don't you want to see him in a deadpool movie that's the way you want to see it right 
I so. feel like that's w- the only reason he would come back is just for to that. work with Ryan Reynolds for like and, a couple scenes. And yeah, that's it. yeah, for and a cameo. They're pretty good friends. It seems they're like on Twitter it. and Instagram together. Yeah, they went. They they spent Christmas together. I think what? Yeah, <laughs> it was is that true. Yeah, there was a big meme that Canadians went on. Canadians and Australians. That it was <laughs> it was Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, and a third person I forget. But they told Ryan Reynolds that it was going to be an ugly sweater party, and he was the only one. Oh, that came I out heard about this. Oh my God. You're right. I did hear about this. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty big on the internet. <laughs> oh man. So, well, we'll see what happens with that. So, um, how long do you think it's going to be before they release a a Marvel Zombies movie? Ooh, a while. Let Walking Dead die out. Yeah, and then like you could probably we do have Zombieland so. Two coming. Also, oh yeah, we do so have that. That feels fill, fill up that vacuum. Late a sequel. Bit. I'm gonna call it right now. And again, we guide the culture. It's going to happen. It's going to happen within three years. <laughs> now that we years. talk about it on With- Talking Flick, it's going to happen. Right? <laughs> it's going to happen within three to five years. That's what I almost forgot to mention. Apparently, they're going to be doing uh, the What If Stories, an animated oh, really? version of it, on the Disney online streaming too as well, which is very interesting. Yeah, this is, this is actually the dirty good. little secret of the whole thing with Disney streaming coming. Mm-hmm. This is just more IP for it to go into more specific um, yeah. stories. Maybe we get a Gambit miniseries rather than a Gambit movie or something like that. Right. Well, I mean. It does make sense mm-hmm. for Disney to do this because, in all honesty, I don't like one company having this much power. Yeah, but yeah. even though I like time, my characters in the same universe, Sony with Spider Man and the crossover that seems to be working well. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I was never planning on getting the Disney streaming service. I wasn't. Right? But you're me telling either. me about all these exclusives that they're I'll going to have illegally on my Fire Stick. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else. Listening. <laughs> don't worry, I'll block that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Already, I want to sign up for it if they're going to put New Mutants on there yeah, and man. what if, you know, animated yeah. what ifs on there, you know. I mean. Do you pay for the DC one? My girlfriend pays for the DC one. So. Okay. What, do you, what, what do you have? I have Netflix. Yeah. I used to have Hulu. I let it yeah. go. I used to have Amazon Prime. I let it go. Netflix, Hulu, and I have VRV. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, HBO too. So that's oh, the one. Of I course, got. I have HBO. Yeah, HBO. Yeah, I can't live without nice HBO. One. Yeah. Shit. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would love to see New Mutants. I would love to see the What Ifs, just because there's a lot of those out there. Yeah. I mean, I and actually, you want mm-hmm. those to be grounded stories, and right. maybe like that Daredevil tone, that Punisher tone that mm-hmm. Netflix does fits that particular IP. Yeah, I could see that right there. And I mean, with just Fox's properties. Although it's Disney, so are they going to go with something yeah, a little harder? I'm, I'm that's, a, really, that's something I'm I'm really concerned by. about mm-hmm. that because Disney has a brand and yeah. they want to Soft. be loyal to it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So Family. are, are Family. they going mm-hmm. to do some sort of like wall for for 18 and older or whatever? I mean, I imagine it'd be a lot like Netflix, how they have like a kids tab, you know, yeah. on it when you have your profiles and everything. So maybe it'll be something like that where you have one profile for adults where you can watch everything and then a specific kids profile. I just think it's I mean, very interesting because it's definitely not within brand of yeah. Disney. You think of Marvel and Marvel is its own separate entity, mm-hmm. but now you throw this into the mix and how they, are they They going are to technically it? their own separate thing yeah. under the umbrella of Disney. Yes, so, yes. I mean, they That's have true. some leeway and they've mm-hmm. made so much money. Disney's got to give them some leeway. I'm, I'm interested to see how they pull it off, how they bring this together. Right. Yep. I mean, it's going to be like, um, what I'm is not, it, in Wally worth buying, like by and large or big and large, but Disney, where they just own every single right. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. E Corp and uh, Mr. Robot. Yeah, there right? you go. Something like that. But I think, I mean, ultimately, um, 
I'd rather something like this doesn't happen where Disney just controls so much IP. Right. You know, I prefer multiple studios out there. Yeah, no, multiple I agree. Takes. It can kill because, innovation. Yeah, 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 we need competition. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Monopolies <laughs> cause, like... Not just competition, but I don't want everything to look the same. You know, yeah. I don't want everything to look like a Marvel mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you're absolutely you. right. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens with it, though. I mean... Who knows what's going to happen with it, but we'll see. <laughs> um, moving on to movie news, we had the trailer, the first trailer for Once Upon a Time I'm in so Hollywood. I'm so excited about oh, this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited about this. A it great looks trailer. really good. <laughs> incredible cast, incredible trailer. Do we know what the plot is, or it's just, it takes Who place cares? in 1960s Does it matter? Hollywood? <laughs> it's, a Char- it's basically a periphery Charles Manson, 1969, mm. uh, I think. Okay. Um, and there's uh, some fake characters, the DiCaprio character, the Brad Pitt character, mm-hmm. those are fake movie stars. Yeah, yeah. Stuntman. Man. But then there's Bruce, there's Bruce Lee, there's a Steve McQueen, there's Charles Manson, there's a Sharon Tate by Margot Robbie. So it's, it's just a commingling, like in Glorious Bastards, right? A commingling. Actually, Tw- Tarantino said himself that this is the closest thing he's done to Pulp Fiction oh, in terms of plotting, story pacing, okay. things like All that. Right. So I think he's going to play with the timing of the story like he did in Pulp That's Fiction. That's exciting, right which there I already. Like <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't think there was a Quentin Tarantino that I hated. There was right. things that a I, liked I didn't more like. Than yeah, yeah, there's Hateful things that I didn't like. Four yeah, my two least favorites. He did Django, which I thought was solid. I think I gave it a six and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glorious, I gave a six and a half. Pulp Fiction's like a seven, seven and a half. So he's, you know, I love Reservoir Dogs too. That's oh, a seven. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Reservoir Dogs. And so. he really delivers in casting. I like mm-hmm. the they, casting is incredible. Yeah, they blend really well This is really Luke well Perry's together. last movie, so watch out for maybe Oscar talk there. Mm. Tim Roth, Kurt Russell, Al Pacino, Dakota Fanning, Scoot McNeary, Margot Robbie, we mentioned... Brad Pitt and DiCaprio. It's yeah, insane. man. And uh, Tom Cruise was almost going to be the Brad Pitt part. part oh, really? wow. Fell through at the end, yeah. So, and this <laughs> is the first time we've seen DiCaprio since The Revenant. That's almost four years. So that's Has pretty really weird. Yeah, he long? does not do a ton of movies. Didn't you mention wow. that Brad Pitt was supposed to be in, in Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. That's correct. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he just keeps swapping right. roles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I would have loved to see Tom Cruise in this in this film. Though. I would. I think it would have been great. Now, yeah. I like Brad Pitt, and he's grown on me a lot over the years. I agree. But this looks like a great Tom Cruise part. Um, where he could play off him his his um, his persona again, mm, mm. but you know I think this it, this obviously looks good. So actually, even in the trailer, the Brad Pitt line, the way he delivers a line is so clean. When he says, um, "What does he say?" He says something about, "Are you going to carry my load?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's yeah. basically what I do. I carry this oh. guy's load." <laughs> yeah. So like the way he delivers a line is kind of Ocean's Eleven-y. I, I like that vibe. Mm. Him playing off the, DiCaprio the is nice. action scene where he's talking to Bruce Lee. Oh, like, my hands are registered weapons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I kill someone on an accident, I could go away or I could get arrested. And he's just like, <laughs> "Yeah." Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> it's called manslaughter. It's kind of a law. That's what happens. <laughs> but I really do it's like DiCaprio as an actor. He's he's very solid. Uh, I think he's slightly overrated, not to get into a tangent. Nah, uh, he was more meme than man for a while. Yeah, so, no, yeah. no, that's true. That's bit. true. And yeah. I'll give it to you. There's a lot of people that said, oh, just get this guy an Oscar. And I fell into that bandwagon. But right. I will say that... It has some standing. There's a foundation mm-hmm, in sure. it. He is a solid actor. I wouldn't say that he's the best actor around, but he is solid. I remember watching him on Growing Pains. It's great on Growing Pains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Right there with Mike Seaver. And <laughs> yeah, that's a great Alan family. Fick, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so as far as other movie news, we have... Kurt Cameron, right? Oh, yes, <laughs> Kurt Cameron. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> we have uh, Stranger Things Season 3, the trailer mm, that just dropped That's a good right trailer, there. too. That shit looks and good. Because yeah, it looks, looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> 
it does look really fun. Those kids grew up. They all hit puberty around yes. the same I'm gonna, time. I'm going to talk, all a, I'm gonna talk a little bit later about the, uh, I think it's called The Dirt or something, the Netflix documentary with Motley Crue. Uh-huh. Stranger Things trailer opens with Home Sweet Home, Motley Crue song. Mm. Pretty cool. I like <laughs> it. Stranger Things does great stuff with music. Yeah. Every season. I mean, even that second season, they had a lot of... I First mean, the season's budget, incredible. Yeah, they had that Peter bad. Gabriel take on the David Bowie song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the second season, they had awesome stuff, too. I can't remember exactly. And, but there's two or three songs they play well. And for the audience out there, the reason why I'm being so quiet right now is because I have not seen the first or second season. Of course, season. producer <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> no Stranger Infinity Things. War, no Stranger Things. Get a running list. What's that Twitter handle again, producer Ryan? Ryan underscore dot com. And if you want me to watch it, just use the hashtag, just watch it. Tag me in it, and I'll get around to it. <laughs> come on, people. Help us out. But Help us on. out. We got to force it upon How them. many episodes are in Stranger Things season one? Eight. Eight. And, and it's clean, right? One. Yeah, that's Stranger Things. Things. an hour long. The first show I ever binge watched cleanly like that, mm-hmm. where I start from start to finish. Eight episodes is doable. Yeah. Okay. All right. Especially uh, when you get into it, you just it's want great. to keep yeah, on watching. It's good Well... Stuff. Because of this podcast, I have watched the most movies I have ever watched <laughs> in will rapid succession. And no, it's great. My my wife was just making fun of me about this. But hey, maybe it'll pull me out of this funk and allow me to break through that wall of time commitment. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. It's on Netflix. You can just watch it at home or yeah. at work on your phone. And so- <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yes, at work. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Final bit of movie news: We got a John Wick three trailer, right? Another there. good trailer. Oh yeah, it's oh, really looks good too. Good. Yeah, we saw it uh, in the beginning of the Us movie. We saw that. Right? Yeah, that was one of the trailers. Yeah, it looked real good. Which it looks real good. It's, it's always interesting to me because I know that when they release a movie, they have the same theme in in terms of the trailers mm-hmm. that are coming out with movie. You're watching a horror movie most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. But this one it was kind of all over. It the was place. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I think they had like a kids film trailer on. No, really? actually. Was ne- there? Never there was mind. Pet Cemetery. There was John Wick. What else was there? I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, something out there. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Dark Ar- Phoenix was on. Dark the- Phoenix yeah, yeah, Dark was on. They also had that, that other movie, Ma. Ma's house. Oh, oh yeah. Octavia <laughs> Spencer. That looks yeah. all right to me. Come on. That really? looks fun. It looks, I mean, it looks different. interesting. It looks weird. It looks interesting. But, uh, it does look interesting. Yes. <laughs> Imagine Ma done by Jordan Peele. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I... <laughs> I would probably give it a second Because the tone felt a little bit off for that source material, but like it looked fun still. Ma. <laughs> is it based off of something? Who is it? It's Blumhouse that's doing Ma. But is it was it a producers of Get Out, right? It's the producers of Get Out. Yes, yes, it that? is a producer of Get Out. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, so it's a little weird. It's not Jordan part. Peele, but it's, I guess, some of the people who Get Out. Is it based it. off of something? I don't know. I think Good uh, original as, as you can get, I guess, in this time of day. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, John Wick, that's the movie that really just kind of changed the action genre in oh, general. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It really, you, you had the fast-paced action, but you could actually see what's happening in those John Wick movies. So. Oh, yeah. The, the action, mm-hmm. like, it reminds me of the Bourne movies where, yeah. like, they have clean, real fight moves for the most part. You know, nothing's right. perfect. Yeah. Wick has some of that same stuff, even though it goes further. Yeah. But it's fun to watch. And, and the lighting and, and, the, and the darkness, the dark level of the lighting and stuff they do in those John Wick movies makes it so fun. You know? <laughs> How do you guys... It's always, like, wet and rainy and... <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do really you guys good. feel about the sequel overload? I know with certain movies, they get that is where we are man i don't think we could stop it if we didn't like it anyway but Mm -hmm. with john wick the first one i really enjoyed it loved it second one pretty good yeah pretty good good. i was blown away by now the third one what do you what do you think how do you feel about that 
I feel like the third one might even be better than the second one. At least that's I what hope I'm kind is. of feeling I hope from the trailer. Is, you know? it, is it warranted, though? What I would say is that um, this is the... We're going to talk about this later, I'm sure, when we get to... You talk about the beginnings of a universe, um, some of like the background in us where we talk about like the tunnels and things like that without getting into spoilers. John Wick has some of that and you only got a little bit in the first one, expanded mm-hmm. in the second one, expands more in the third one. It seems normal for this particular story to have a trilogy of some mm-hmm. sort. So I think it works for this one, but it's case by case when yeah. you get into that. I yeah. would say yeah. as long as it fits in with the story and they're extending it and not giving us the same thing. I mean, of course, we're going to get action, but if they're able you to play Fishburn, a little bit more clever you see on the guy it from Deadwood yeah. again. I mean, like yep. that stuff is great. You know, we can see all that. Yeah, and we can so, see all of them. I mean, talk it, about the dog again, which you didn't <laughs> like. But I liked it. No, yeah, no. In the trailer, they had to point out a plot hole. Come on, like, it's not a plot hole. All this, all, all this for a dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a plot hole, man. I would consider it. It's a choice. It's a choice. I was okay with it. I mean, when they did the first John Wick, I don't think they really suspected how much... I mean, they probably knew it was going to be popular, but sure. I don't think they ex- expected how popular it would actually be. And again, be. it didn't like, actually do all that well in the mm-hmm. theatrical run. Again, oh, really? Another okay. one of those that gained steam later on on Netflix, HBO, right. DVD, I mean, Blu-ray. huge cult following in general and with it, too. And we could talk about they kept the budget slow. So, so the budget low doesn't have to make a ton of movie to be a success for the studio. Right. I may get a lot of flack for this, but even though I really like John Wick, uh-huh. it's a gimmick movie. It is a gimmick movie. I didn't mm. rate it super, super high. I think Honestly, it's, it, it's just all about the action, and yeah. which is not but bad. But a fun ride. Yeah, no, yeah. I, and that's it's a fun ride. That's what you're looking for. But the story is very minimal, and mm-hmm. they have these little elements of bigger things, and they don't expand on it. But you're happy with that. You're satisfied right. the with the rules. The second one goes into it, and the mm-hmm. third one, we assume, will. And maybe that's why, with the second one, people think that it's a little lower, you know? Right. I remember. Of, do you well, anybody remember the movie Wanted? With yes. Yes. Jolie yes. And yeah. yeah. And it had some elements of that, even though I thought like the weaving thing was really dumb. Right. But like I liked some of the backstory there. You didn't like bending bullets? <laughs> I liked bending bullets. I didn't like that it was like a a, a weaving machine that was predicting oh, the future. Yeah, that's a- right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Seems a little weird, right? You don't like the dog, I don't like the weaving machine yeah. thing. So whatever that thing's called. So I mean this is Wick reminded me so much of that that uh-huh. I remember like, eh, it's not super original. But Keanu is so good in it. It's like he wins. <laughs> Over, so. Yeah, yeah, he's solid too. <laughs> I think you're able to kind of turn your brain off for some of the plot holes in it, just because Which it is follows fine. those rules. You know, it yeah, follows yeah. the rules of the universe exactly, and it's exactly. like you know, you get what you pay for, and you want to see the action. And you know, I'm ready for it. I think they should, they would know when to stop it if it starts getting John Wick four, John Wick five. Mm. You know what I mean? Then it's like, okay, Jason it might Bourne, be time to put maybe a, yeah, have made that one. Even it's though I didn't to put totally a cap on it. it. I don't so. know how true this is. You guys can fact check me on this, but apparently the director was the like body double for Keanu Reeves is in that the true? Matrix. Uh, yeah, actually, he was one of the. He was one of the stunt people that yes. worked with Keanu so, Reeves. Okay, so it's so true. That's why the action in it is so good because he's done it for so long, and that's the main highlights of that. You know, of and that universe. Keanu, I don't know how long he was working with this guy. I think it was like anywhere between like ten and thirteen years. Yeah. But because they worked for together so long, Keanu was like, "Yeah, I'll do your first debut movie, right. Which was John Wick." So. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. Uh-huh. I'm I'm excited for this I, director. I will say I miss my um, romantic comedy Keanu Reeves stuff too. Oh yeah, Get Lake House. One of those <laughs> Lake House, Sweet November. Oh yes, that Sweet one November. made me cry, man. That's oh, a tough man. movie. Charlie Bill and Ted number three. <laughs> Bill and Ted. I was so wanted it to happen. We were so close to that. I thought that was Tyler and I were actually talking about uh, guilty pleasures. Oh and, yeah, and, and Lake House. I went down that road. I was thinking about yeah. the, the Lake House. I was thinking about um, Sweet November. Sweet November, and, man. 
and I Love saw actually. the movie theater. It was a rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think Keanu Reeves could be uh, just like another version of Tom Cruise where he just he does would these make, pure action movies? He and, would make a great Mission Impossible villain. Yeah. He needs to be a I villain. I can see that. Right? Let's, I can let's see get, that Let's right make there. that happen. Also, I, I really like Keanu Reeves with the long hair. He yeah, looks he looks good, good with it, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like him both ways. He should have been in the Cloud Atlas movie that they had Jim Sturgis, I think, in. Jim Sturgill, whatever that guy's name is. Uh, he would have been good in that. That was the Matrix guys, the Wachowski brothers, mm. oh. uh, doing that. I th- I wanted to see him like diversify and have more stuff. So right. we've only seen him in like Knock Knock and movies like that and John Wick. I think recently. he knows what type of roles he's more comfortable playing. Yeah, and he plays it those strings. But though. he has that weird like <laughs> surfer guy. He could be Matthew McConaughey. He could have the same. <laughs> Honestly, though, I get this feeling from him that he just doesn't really want to do movies he just it's does them. yeah you that's know? probably true yeah i mean it's the life he's in because yeah yeah how old was he when bill and ted 20s early 20s, 20s, early 20s yeah. so i mean it's so all he knows i know he has the money and he doesn't really care about it bill too and much. ted with george carlin not yeah. carl sager oh just there you go yeah <laughs> yes george carlin for all of those that caught that my mistake george carlin by the way it was my mistake last week it's benedict wong is wong in dr strange uh-huh. bd wong producer ryan is correct is from law and order, is from law and order yeah. i mean they're two totally different actors that's hey, on me i love I'll the wongs, the wongs. <laughs> now would you like it with John Wick if Keanu Reeves worked with the same director but did just a different version of that movie? Like where, a comedy? Not so much like a comedy, but just like a different action movie, different plot, we, all that stuff. With the same maybe change it vibe, up. with the same tone. Let's say different vibe. Let's like, say just I, I know a completely different Matt Damon movie. did the Bourne movies, then he did uh, The Green Zone. Yeah. Paul Greengrass had the same kind of vibe a right. little bit. And it doesn't always work. It feels a little bit stale when you get that far. If he mm-hmm. t- has a different take on it, I'm okay with him in the action right. genre. Yeah, yeah. I think but I like, like a villain. Let's do a villain. I think he's yeah. ready for that. <laughs> so. Keanu Reeves could have been a great Doctor Strange, right? No? Uh, Come on. I don't know, man. Well, that's, that's this, hard. But, this, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's got the look. To... He's got that weird he look. He does have it. the look, but... But it's just, it's not just about the look. When you put Keanu Reeves in the movie, it's not going to make the movie better. The movie was bad. I'm going to mention Doctor Strange and <laughs> Graphics good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> graphics are good. Yeah, graphics are good. And Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah, maybe we could recast him, but... Anyone that good. you put into that, it's not going to make the movie better if the story. Is I think garbage. you need to see. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you need to see Infinity War because there's a really yeah. good scene with Doctor Strange in there. He has he a couple good moments in there. I'll give it to him, yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. And yeah. well, I I do like in the, the sacrifice he makes. Also, a right. pivotal scene. I, I said it before, and and I stick by my guns that Doctor Strange is one of the most powerful characters yep. in the Marvel Universe. Too bad his solo movie sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not strong enough to have a good movie. got a movie. few moments in it. <laughs> well, he doesn't always have to be in solo. You can always, you know, pair him up with somebody else. He's you better know. that way, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, have him do magic with the Hulk. I don't know. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I think we're ready to move on to the Well, just real quick, movie. I just wanted to mention, because okay, yeah. we talked about it a little bit after we saw this movie, uh, Shazam, initial reviews started started oh, rolling out yeah. and they're positive that so was that's what I heard to too uh-huh. that was the trailer I was talking about that was on oh yeah it was on there yeah, was, was it on, on there I think Shazam. so which one Shazam I don't uh, remember if it was or not. okay never mind I don't yeah. remember it may have been yeah. it may but, have been I've seen it a bunch of times now so I heard. I don't know if it's true I heard the Rotten Tomatoes score right now is 94% on it but which is early only a few yeah, reviews in, but really the reviews early, that yeah. did come out from reputable mm-hmm. sources like it that's a good sign for DC I don't know right now my my view on Rotten Tomatoes is wavering I'm kind of like 
<laughs> I don't know who to trust right I now. I go more off of IMDb, so mm-hmm. I mean, go that's to just me TSA MES. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's where you want to go to get your reviews. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, where yeah. the real criticism is. <laughs> what, what was that website again? TSAMES.blogspot.com. For now, we're working on that. So don't worry, there'll be a link now. in there. So <laughs> yeah, we'll get it. So I think we're ready to move on to the movie Us. As All right, we're gonna so, do this. I'm nervous um, about this one. <laughs> oh yeah. So just keep in mind, guys, we're gonna have a mashup of it. It's gonna be non-spoilers into the spoilers, but just keep in mind sometimes things slip out during the non-spoilers. We may eventually do a podcast on Get Out. But can we just go around the table real quick and get the just the briefest of comments on what we thought about that movie? There you go. On Get Out or yes, Us? Yes, on Get Out. I want to talk about Get Out just Have briefly out because right? this is Jordan Peele's yeah, second yeah. movie. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, after seeing this movie, Get Out is... I want to rewatch Get Out. But my mm. first initial watching of Get Out, I really enjoyed... The only thing I didn't like is I knew the ending to it. It got spoiled for me. Oh, so it's just it robbed me of it robbed me of that. But yeah. it was my own fault because I didn't see it until it came out on HBO. You know what I mean? So you know what's yeah. funny? Yeah, so, I also but, did not watch it until it came to HBO. And I'll tell you this, I felt super guilty when I finally watched it on HBO, but I did not know anything. Nobody had spoiled it for me. Uh-huh. So when I watched it at night on HBO, my wife came downstairs and I was like, babe, that was that was an incredible movie. <laughs> that was just an incredible movie. I can't believe I waited this long to see it. And I didn't want to make the same mistake for this one, so we were there right. on opening weekend, yes, Thursday yes. previews. But man, you know, we'll get into and, it. Yeah, and Get Out is often contributed to being the it being it's the cornerstone to all these elevated horror. Like elevated horror is yeah, correct. Yeah. That's about as clean. That's a clean example of that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Or mm. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I had it as the best I movie. How dare you? <laughs> no, don't well, kill don't me. Twitter. We might do a podcast. So let's. We'll wait no, on no, it. We'll, we'll it was my favorite it. movie of that year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was. Definitely. Now, Ryan, what was your reaction to us? To us? Yeah. Phrase Ooh. it in one sentence. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so. For those of you who don't know, we're going to move into non-spoilers, but us, it's the story of a family dealing with their doppelgangers that doppelgangers. have... In, the tethered. Yes, the tethered, yep. that they've invaded into their home, and off the initial trailer, we're not sure exa- exactly what their true intentions are. Yeah. Yeah. Can we exactly. talk about that trailer? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It got me super hyped for this absolutely, movie. Absolutely, yeah. When the first time that I viewed it, I, was, I thought to myself, coming down the eyes. I am going to watch that there. movie. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I mean... Excellent it, marketing for this Oh, one. yeah, We'll absolutely. give it that. I mean... That's the nice thing about the trailer. It didn't give... It, yeah, gave, it lets you know what, what it was about without giving the whole thing away, which is something that most trailers don't always follow nowadays. But with Jordan Peele, I don't know. Maybe you guys can, if you relate this with me, he's starting to feel more M. Night Shyamalan. Just because oh, that first man, hit was a smash. Put it on it. Yeah. He is, that first hit was such a smash with Get Out, same as Sixth Sense, and then it's just... He, they know, made Keanu, which is about the cat named after Keanu Reeves, <laughs> yeah. with uh, his buddy uh, Michael Wait, Keanu. the cat is supposed to be named after Keanu Reeves? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that, that was a bomb, and then he had Get Out, and now this is us. This is his second uh, film that he well, basically wrote, directed, and, and wrote. Directed, yeah. So... You know, I, I don't mean, want to put M. Night. Look, I'm going to disagree. No, I don't want to okay. put that. He's an auteur different than M. Night Shyamalan, who I give some credit to. He mm-hmm. has a vision. He makes good choices. His casting's pretty good. And some of his movies are very good. But he doesn't have that hook. Mm-hmm. And, and I actually, we talked about it after the movie ended. I didn't want Peel to do another horror movie. Right. I wanted him to go into another genre. Yeah. Now, he was loosely rumored to get Star Wars Episode Nine chit-chat oh, okay. to replace Colin Trevorrow. And he backed off, I think, at the uh, mm-hmm. South by South- Southwest um film festival where they debuted this movie he came out after saying i didn't want to take on a big picture i right. want to do something smaller smaller in scale this movie only cost 20 million low risk 
And, you know, I just wanted him to explore a different genre. Right. And I, we I, haven't I, seen the best of him, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, hope. I agree with that. I thought... Why did he go with another horror movie? Me Get too. Out was such a powerful and I think that and even more after movie seeing movie. the second movie. Yeah. <laughs> and now he it, it, this pressure is on and, him. And Get Out isn't a horror movie. I almost I mean you say elevated thriller, horror. Yeah, suspense I guess, thriller. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I, but so that's smart. the same with this movie though too. I mean, I guess how I would kind of put there, it there in are, suspense thriller. There are horror like elements, horror. Yeah. yes, and, there and there's are times elements where of the I've, racism and the and the uh, mm-hmm. Americana and all that stuff is in here too. Not as I honestly didn't pay attention. I didn't even notice any of it. There's some of it in there. There is. Don't even get the Elizabeth Ross family. We'll definitely go into it. But if you guys, if the audience couldn't tell. I wasn't a big fan of it, and I'm probably going to be the mm-hmm. enemy, and you're going to hate me, and the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic say otherwise, right. but I'm sticking to my guns. I know what I like, and I felt that the movie was grasping at straws. There were a lot of things that mm-hmm. didn't hit its mark, and I could see where he was trying to go. There were moments where I was genuinely terrified. There were scenes that I really enjoyed, but it just fell short in the end. Uh-huh. How do you how do you feel about it, Tyler? I mean, as far as political standpoints with this, this movie, spoilers. Oh uh, yeah, with non spoilers. Yeah. When I was watching this movie, I did not notice any political standpoints in this. Maybe because that part bit. of my brain a was turned bit. off, uh, and I was he, just you know what he does it in a way that is so fluid with right. the story he's telling. It is not the main piece of the I movie. Mean, Get Out was the same way, but I mean, like you did, can't. Yeah, Get Out. I can definitely see it there. now with this movie. Did he say there were such and such political standpoints? Are we looking for the it's curtains not, are blue yeah, here, no, or is it? I think. Yeah. I think a lot of characters interact. I think a lot of people are doing the, it, the curtains are blue, blue. because with the movie there were. A lot of Chekhov's gun situations. Sure. Yeah. There were a lot yeah. of subtleties, but they weren't that subtle. And it's, then when people are mm-hmm. looking at certain things of political climate and all that and, and PC like culture, it just Which I, we I think, hate, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <For the record. laughs> but it, it it definitely seems like those were just undertones that people are in placing he, it on he's right. so brave in the way that he takes it at like such an honest level. When the mm-hmm. cop car shows up at the end of Get Out. It's just an amazing choice yeah. by mm. a director. Yeah. Uh, and then the guy gets out, and you're like, oh, my God, because you breathe a sigh of relief. TSA. Hey, but it's crazy, <laughs> right? Like, this ha- this doesn't have any sort of near that prof- profound message. Right. Uh, anything super clear like that, but I still thought there was some elements to it there. But even and still. And I trust Jordan Peele with that material, by mm-hmm. the way. Okay, okay. I, but I just think that when people are praising this movie and saying that there's some deep Which undertones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's... They're it, reaching. It blows yeah, my mind. Yeah. yeah, they're definitely reaching. They're reaching. Critics are giving them a pass if you really force me to give an answer. But, yeah. but there are things that... We are. We have a gun to your head <laughs> and to your balls. <laughs> Check off. Check off somewhere. <laughs> there are things that, you know, he I jokes at. There are things that he jokes at with, like, you know, the white family yeah. and all these things. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and the juxtaposition of the car, the boat, their house versus their summer house. Yeah, but it's et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's so blatantly uh-huh. obvious. We'll get into that and in spoilers. It's just not that, as profound. Yeah. I don't know that it's super uh-huh. obvious, but it's not as profound I, as it was in no, Get Out. It's not as smart. Uh-huh. But but what I'm saying is the people that are saying these undertones, like how are these undertones super subtle, yeah. but these other ones are so and, like and, out And by there. the way, he doesn't have to put that in his movies either. Yeah. Just because Get Out was such a masterpiece, he doesn't have to follow the same rules. Mm-hmm. That's why I wanted to see him do something different. Maybe the Twilight Zone 
tone is that this feels like an episode of the Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. It feels right. like just like an hour long episode. <laughs> we we, or talked, about we talked about that about afterwards. That, yeah. yeah. It's got that vibe to mm-hmm. it. So. It really yeah, it really does. I mean, I'm fine with him staying in that genre right there. And as far as like think about the low risk, twenty million yeah. for this movie, it's gonna open to sixty four or sixty five, mm-hmm. somewhere in there. So he's gonna make money off. I mean yeah. that's so, that's yeah. horror in general, because horror in general, you can but you can have a small are, budget and you can do so much with it. So. It's a it's a calculated decision, right? Mm-hmm. So like Woody Allen makes ten million dollar movies and then they only make eight million it's not that big a deal right and he gets to make another one jordan yeah, peele yeah. maybe is following that same path uh-huh. whereas if he takes a 300 million dollar star wars movie and it tanks you, i he, feel he, like that might crush him you do know, you think so. he's just playing it safe then is that what you're saying i don't know if it's safe is the right word i think he's being smart and calculated i his think choices. okay any director so he can do what he wants to do uh-huh. so he can write produce oh, direct yeah. and it's not noted to death there's no, he's not mm-hmm. taking on ip where kathleen kennedy is going to be like no you gotta make a han solo joke there or whatever yeah. so he gets to do what he wants to do and it's low risk i feel like a lot of directors don't want to touch star wars because mm, yeah, well yeah. now you're gonna have a backlash. You're gonna <laughs> have a Ron backlash. Howard yeah, destroyed unless Han you're JJ Abrams. Unless you're JJ Abrams, you're gonna have a backlash. I mean, if he, you're director, he's gonna get backlash too. But yeah. it's you have to be a certain type of person to take it on. I agree. Yeah, so absolutely. Okay. Now I'm gonna get crucified. Who is the creator of Star Wars? Uh, George, George Lucas. Lucas. George yeah. Lucas. People are mad at George Lucas, man. The <laughs> creator <laughs> of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> I've been mad at him since the prequels, <laughs> even before that a little bit. Yeah, the Star Wars fans. They're they're seeing Ryan Johnson's the last. Jedi, some people are like, bring back George Lucas. Oh, so, it, it's full circle, right? Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Bring back the Metachlorians. <laughs> right, like. bring back the Metachlorians. Yeah, I kind of like those. <laughs> I like Qui-Gon. I want Qui-Gon back. <laughs> I would love an Obi-Wan Kenobi solo movie. I hope they make I the mean, Obi-Wan no. movie or miniseries with yeah. Disney is doing the uh, streaming service. Let's get a miniseries going. So, okay, I loved you going into the movie, yeah. I, I think that the first third to half of the movie is mm-hmm. great oh absolutely very nicely mm-hmm. done can we talk about the things that we did that we liked first third i'll give you that i love the family dynamic in yes this. family it dynamic was great together. uh they're the, so good the, the casters, casters right yeah, we talk about casting every week again oh, the cast i love great. Raku, man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's good he's funny when he's, he's got the baseball bat and he's like we're gonna get some shit going yeah. on or whatever if y'all like, want to get crazy yeah, y'all want to get we crazy, get crazy. <laughs> did you hear his did you hear his voice get deepened a little bit too yeah you want to get crazy like how about the kids that's a hard uh, the, the level oh, of, yeah. of difficulty in what he's asking the actors to do in this movie is really high yeah i mean yeah. peter yeah. Nuango, that's borderline oscar talk here that's a great performance by her but the kids too um the one who plays zora shade joseph or right joseph or whatever she's fantastic oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely uh, little young mm-hmm. um uh young red or Adel- adelaide or whatever yes she's yes. really really good oh the yeah faces, yeah is the all the, mm-hmm. the long looks into their eyes and stuff. It's and that's difficult. I don't know if you yeah, ever got even Winston Duke. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. Even Winston Duke grunting all the time. Like that's not that easy to do. Like there's a mm-hmm. there's a, a clear vision that he mm-hmm. has, and, and he was asking. He was. I'm sure he was very demanding on them. So the mm-hmm. the trailer set it up. Great marketing's great. And the first third to half of the movie really lived up to that. Mm-hmm. But then it just felt like it was falling apart. We talked about it, and again, this is non-spoilers, but there's this moment where you think it's going to take this turn and expand on the universe, and right. instead it retracts back to the family. Yeah. yeah. I felt like, had they gone in the other way, I might have enjoyed it more. Right. But because they small on the scale again, I was like, well, what? They pulled back on yeah, the rope a little I, I bit. Was, I, wasn't, I was unclear on why right. he made that choice. And honestly, I I thought that if they kept it with the family, say he does sequels, mm-hmm. if it was just contained to this family, I thought it would be really good. Right. Right. And but, especially when you get to the ending, we talk about how we feel about it toward the end. Uh-huh. We'll get into spoilers. We we care about these characters, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. 
when Maybe, it's that enclosed story, it works a little bit better, I would say. It works yeah. in the same two hours, I mean, right? there's other ways. I think we just got to save that for spoilers. Because right. there's yeah, other ways. Yeah. It's just how it's written Let, in general, how the story flows into that when we get to that moment. Let's talk about it just from, because this is opening weekend. Again, we're staying relevant here on Talking Flick. Rotten Tomato Critics gave this movie... 94%. Okay, yep. that's yeah. pretty freaking yeah. high. And and the, the other side of that is audiences are coming out mm-hmm. around 69%, 70%. Yeah, yeah. 20% Feels difference. Right. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. So Can you believe the critics anymore? I mean, except for Nick. And <laughs> <laughs> Always the last believe critic me. we can yeah. trust. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I really do think that because Jordan Peele like wrote and directed this movie, if some other director did this, I think it would have tanked. I, I think it would right. have it wouldn't have gotten as much praise as it did with Get Out and with it mm-hmm. kind of being the foundation for this elevated horror genre. Right? They thought, oh man, he's doing something like it again, and mm-hmm. they're Free reading, pass. yeah, they're reading too deep into it, yeah. and they're like, oh, Jordan Peele, no, I can see it, and. They're, I don't know. They're reaching. They're, they're reaching. reaching. They're really definitely hard. reaching we, as far as the critics go. We've seen these campaigns now where you can tank the scores on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You do this weird campaign. You get people to go on there and give bad reviews. You can fluctuate the audience score. You can fluctuate the critic score a little bit. I I was taken aback by how much they really how much praise they have for this yeah. movie. And uh, it's shocking. I, I was comparing it to other movies. Maybe I was thinking, oh, it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Of course, the critics and the audience are going to be split. But I was comparing it to Get Out. And there's right. only, what, a 6 or 7% difference between right. the critics and the audience. I looked at other movies, uh-huh. 3 or 4%. And I think when you have those yeah, closer yeah. marks is when you trust it. Exactly. And when you have these huge shifts is when mm-hmm. you take a step back and make your own opinion. Even if you go on mm-hmm. Metacritic, it's at I, it, I believe it's at 15, 10, 15% difference for Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Now, what I will say about Jordan Peele is this is a non-superhero movie that got me out of my house to go watch this in theaters. Sure. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, Credit it was to the yeah, creator. Yeah, exactly. True, right? This is so, a yeah, franchise And the yeah. marketing and the tone right. and the way he sets the premise of the movie right. in, those mar- in those early trailers. So, can we talk about... So, with the body doubles or these uh-huh. these doppelgangers the tethered. like this this is something that is not new it's been done numerous times mm-hmm. and i like the idea of it the first third halfway into the right. movie and uh i mean i okay so mm-hmm. we're still non-spoiling right yes. Yes. so in the very beginning you have the uh, opening uh, couple sentences it, I had a problem with that. Yeah, it feels as like, do I. I don't feels, even know why he mm-hmm. left that in there. I wish he would have just edited it out altogether. It feels like the rules are set, but then they get Not changed really, a little though. bit yeah. towards the end. And I would say with this movie, I... I'll just save it for spoilers, but I would say it leaves more unanswered questions than answered ones. You know, you're walking out just like, wait, what about this? What about that? Let me ask you this. Do you think he, you think it was a calculated choice by him since he's writer, producer, director, we get to put it all on him really. Yeah. Yeah. Did he make a more complete story and then pull back in the editing room or did he really just mean to keep it so So, unanswered? I don't know. I I really don't know. (laughs) And Tyler, you brought it up mm-hmm. when we were going with How come the Edge of Tomorrow. Critics are punishing him for that. <laughs> when we were going to through the Edge of Tomorrow episode, I was talking about the rules of a movie. Right. You have a universe. You it's tell me the rules. Yeah. It. You tell me the rules right at the beginning, and then I'll go along with it. Right. If you stick to those rules, then I'm fine. I can turn my brain off for some of exactly. the plot holes. But yeah. this, you tell me what the rules are, yeah. and you're living up to those, so I'm good. You know. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of. The but with us, I felt like they established certain rules in the beginning of the movie, and then they don't play by them and, and sometimes that works remember scream
Scream is a play on some of that stuff, right? Back in the day. But, there, but, but that's a different genre, yeah. though, in general, I guess it? you could I mean, say. I mean, that's more meta, satire. I mean, I think this is trying but to the get thing to is, some of that meta really? play. But the thing I mean, is, I so. the thing is mm-hmm. by the end of the movie, if you're going to do that, if you're going to change the rules halfway into the movie, there is a sense of completion. There's a sense that, oh, okay, I see where you changed mm-hmm. the rules. But this, they had rules that seemed arbitrary. They did things that followed along with it. Then all of a sudden, they threw them out the window and said, oh, whatever, we're going to just do what we want. And that's what left me with a bunch mm-hmm. of questions. To some extent. Yeah. Why were... Questions why, that I maybe don't care about the answers to now. Yeah. Why so, were... Yeah. Why were some of the tethered people mimicking the yeah. movements of mm-hmm. others? Are these and clones? The, and, Is it government yeah. control? Yeah, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So, you know. I, I, for the audience, I can't wait till we go into spoilers right. so I can we're start laying, <laughs> laying it down. Let's, but, let's just briefly. So Jordan Peele, we don't know how true it is, but he was, again, rumored to replace Colin Trevorrow for the Star Wars movie. Think about changing the rules of what we know about Star Wars. Episode nine, we think, to some extent, is like, what happens if Darth Vader never never turns again? Mm. He doesn't convince him to be good and kills the Emperor, and he just goes full bad. Is that mm. what we, we think, to some extent, we're going to see that with Kylo Ren, right? What is a Jordan Peele Star Wars movie with those rules in place look like? It's kind of fascinating. Doppelgangers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to see that movie now. I almost wish he did it. <laughs> I mean, this movie it had a lot of those why would you do that moments and it's just yeah, things man. that you know, just just things where it happens in horror movies, and I guess we could kind of label this a little it's bit. It's one of the most frustrating movies. things. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. You and know, it's why I don't really like them because I would never make mm-hmm. the dumb decisions that they make. Right. I would get in the car and drive off or kill somebody without hesitation. Because when they were that's talking about staying yours. inside of the house, they have food, they have water, but the house was ninety percent windows. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But again, that that's the moment where I thought had they taken the turn a different way. I, I maybe would have enjoyed it more yeah. but then mm-hmm. they retract again. So. But the, the wife, uh, I forget her name. Uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o is Adelaide. Adelaide, yes. Right. Adelaide even or made Red. A, Red is her tethered. She version. made a comment that you can ask uh, what's it, what the guy's the name. The dead body. Yeah, you can ask yeah. the dead body oh, why yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't stay. Josh. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, easy on the spoiler. If you remember oh, yes. who Josh is yes, in the movie yes. when you watch it, yeah. These people don't know. <laughs> yeah, they don't really say those names. Yeah. They say maybe two or three times. The white family. You know, the white folks. <laughs> yeah, so I mean... It just Elizabeth had... Boss, by the way, she, that's a great performance by her too. Oh, so yeah, many yeah, performances yeah. From Mad Men, From Mad Men. so good Mad Men. I love Mad Men. Let's go back into talking about the actors. They did an amazing... Amazing the job. Casting the family really sold acting. it for me. Lupita, the family made it. Uh, yeah. Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o. Nyong'o. Yep. Yeah. From Star Wars. Mas she is, she is amazing. <laughs> she is really good. She was really good in 12 Years a Slave, won the Oscar for it. It's a incredible okay. performance there. She's, yeah. again, degree of difficulty. What Peel is asking these actors to do. Now, she's yeah. the mom, right? Super hard. Yeah, she's, she's the, yeah, the mom. She's the main character. And Winston Duke, who I thought would be shitty... And in the beginning, I'm like, oh, I don't know how he's doing here. He actually uh-huh. gets better as the movie goes along, too. So, <laughs> Yeah. The family, the characters, they really sold it for me as far yeah, as yeah. making and this story kids, move man, along. I'm telling oh, you, the, the kids, kids too. Yeah. yeah they're really good. good. Really good emotions. You could really tell mm-hmm. that they had a sense of fear, a sense of yeah. of, of of just love. or You know, just, just – you could – the dynamic yeah. between them, it meshed really well. Evan Alex is the boy, and I think her name is Sade, right? Mm-hmm. Joseph is Zora, the girl. Those yes, guys were yes. great. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I felt with this movie, I was, I'm sure you guys kind of felt this too. I was glued to the screen, about two thirds of it. Yeah. And we'll kind of stay vague on it, but there's a twist that happens that I saw coming from kind of a mile we away. We called it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we called right? It. You guys saw it too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So we won't say what it is just yet yeah. until we get into spoilers, but. 
yeah, I was just like, oh, are they going to go down this route? And then they didn't. I was like, I mean, I guess. Okay, whatever. I mean. <laughs> how, do we, how do we feel about the style, the tone, the music, the editing? The music I really enjoy. He is an auteur. He has a vision and you can tell sort of we're starting to get a vibe for what his movies look like. <laughs> yeah. And I like it. Yeah. Even though I don't love this movie, I like what he does and right. I like his vision. So I mean, I said it before, I'd rather have it be a big swing and a miss than have it just always play it safe. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I think and, this one plays it safe in a weird way to me. <laughs> you know, it does that thing where you're talking about it. It dives in, but then it feels it reels back. back. It pulls back. But the moment it dives in, I like it, and I'm on board for it. But the the sound design was really good. Uh, They had really good cinematography. Cinematography is great. There's a couple scenes there. The the escalator scene, which we don't want to get into spoilers, but the lighting and and Mm -hmm. just the way it shot the tunnels. And the parallels between her life and and, and, uh, Heather's life. The editing, for the most part, I really like, but there were a couple of those cut scenes where they go back in time to the fun house, the mirror house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about all of them, but uh, at least the style of it was very good. Yeah, I like the opera music that was playing. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it and was when they it slowed was down the Lunex. Track. It was a Latin. Yeah, 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 I wasn't was sure what yeah. it was, but and and that's that's something that I really like. That I it was a blaring, like unsettling song, but at the same time. It invoked different visions for a horror movie. Now, when you go down horror movies, you can kind of classify them in different ways. You have those slashers. Right. Yep. You have the monster movies. You have these science Eli fiction, yeah, the unknown horrors. Yeah. yeah, and with this, shock it, horror, like the torture porn, torture porn. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but <laughs> but going based off of the the monster, mm-hmm. the, like the what's ca- what's causing. There's criminally insane guys. There's a supernatural. There's monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. With the Latin kind of operatic mo- music, it kind of seemed more religious undertones. But it yeah, it, it is what it's one of those things where like it, it was ele- you say elevated horror. It's supposed to be this very very smart horror, and all everything was in place for that. But then the story is what lets you down yes, a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's where the flaw comes in. And, and you, you said I was going to see something smart, and then you didn't give it exactly to me. Now, now, now this is what I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about this all day. Now, I like the actors. The casting yep. mm-hmm. is great. Yep. The cinematography, the Style, sound, the, the sound. design. Yeah. It looks great. All of these things I would put up there like 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. But the story is what hampers it. Right. And when you go to the movies... Wouldn't do you feel that all of these like high praise things mm-hmm. like I, I would give it to them that the shots were great the 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 sound was great the the lighting was great does that make up for a bad story no. it can but not always <laughs> I, I, mean, I think in rare cases it can but it's uh-huh. so rare the story is when I, even when I see a crappy Transformers mm-hmm. movie. And the story is Which garbage. <laughs> right. Well, just about all of them. <laughs> you know, like, I still don't care so much about, like, the alternators flying in midair and the wheel yeah. spokes and stuff. I care about how the story is moving along. Right. Do I care about these characters? And so many of them fail. But we're marketed, you know, with Transformers movies. We know what to expect with yeah, this. Yeah, but, but, but to my point, like, people smart, are yeah. happy because mm-hmm. they get Transformers on screen. So who gives a shit that they just morph right. into Egypt for no reason, you know, okay, teleport but, or whatever. But so we, some of that. We, we literally talked about that with John Wick. John Wick, we all acknowledge, right. was, a good example. was a gimmick movie. Although the story's fine. The story, and, and yes, so the story is fine. Mm-hmm. It's not amazing, no. but a lot of people give a lot of praise mm-hmm. for John Wick. For this, the story is what really hampers the, the entire experience right. of the movie. And when I think about movies, I want one of two things. If you're going to tell me a story, tell me a good story or keep me entertained yeah now did that happen 
I think that you get this weird issue with critics, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about critics a little bit. I'm I'm an almost critic, if you will. The way we watch a movie sometimes, we actually will – the style can convince us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's happening with this movie, even though I don't necessarily agree. To me – you make the art is so subjective. You can look at a painting and you can say that is just a blotch on a, on a, mm-hmm. on a piece of canvas, or you can say, "Oh my god, that's the most profound thing I've right. ever seen in my life. It's changing my life." Art in, in the in the context of film is the same thing. So we have to be somewhat careful, but you know, to you the masses, you want the masses to agree with you. That's just the human nature. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's weird to go on Rotten Tomatoes and see such a high score for such a. You know, a beautiful movie, but such a flawed mm-hmm. movie. Now, back to what you're saying, Ryan, as far as like when we were talking about John Wick, I think it's the same thing. It's the rules of the universe that we're placed in because John Wick, you know, yeah, it's your yeah. standard. I wouldn't say your standard action movie, but it's your action movie. You're allowed to turn your brain off for certain plot holes, certain things. It's a good With point. this, because we're going into... The rules into, are cleaner in a John Wick movie. Yeah, exactly. With There's this, not a lot of ambiguity. We're, we're told as far as the rule of the universe, this is a smart horror film. This is a lot like Get Out. This is that. You know, so I guess our expectations are a lot higher for Jordan Peele in general because of... Un- Unfortunately, that's true. And I'll and tell I you think this. that's what a, hampered it, too. As so. a critic, expectations can just, they can make or yeah. break anything. Uh, I go into a movie I don't know nothing about. I remember when I saw Moonlight, I knew nothing about it. I mm-hmm. came out blown away. Mm. Maybe if I go in and I knew a little more, it's less so. Right. Uh, this is, you know, unfortunately, Get Out is such a masterpiece. It's hard to not go in with high expectations. And that's Absolutely. why. And that's a problem for Jordan Peele. Yeah, you know? and, and I think he knows that. that that's mm-hmm. why I was saying, why did Jordan Peele go with a horror movie? Me too. Because it had I to totally be as good that. as Get Out. Why in order put yourself for us. on that? You know, I why, think that's why what he's the, being like marketed as too right now. I mean, as the horror guy, he's taking over the Twilight Zone, you know, all that stuff. I'm nervous and about so. that too. But. Um, Again, like we talked about, it feels like a really decent Twilight Zone yeah, episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's and too I, bad it's a feature movie. Yeah. So when I was <laughs> when I was when after watching this, I was thinking about other elevated horror movies that I mm-hmm. watched. One of them that came up was Hereditary. Yeah. And oh I God, are we honest, still talking about Hereditary? No, <laughs> always. But, but, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but go download that podcast. Comparatively, I think it was a better movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it Hereditary was, was. Yes. I, I thought okay. Hereditary was a better movie in terms of the elevated mm-hmm. horror genre that it wasn't just scary. There were these elements of scary. And yes, at the very end, it gets like batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. But the undertones, the drama, the family dynamic right. was so strong that it really allowed the audience mm-hmm. to relate with what was going on and to feel the actors and and feel the the movie. The tone was set and the rules were in place. And there mm-hmm. was the rules were in place and we didn't really complain about things that it didn't follow or right. plot holes within the movie. We were I mean, we knew so little about yeah. the rule. I mean, we, about yeah. like just a lot of things. You but. know, I didn't, I didn't check out hereditary, but we talk about like paranormal activity. There was mm-hmm. the alien version of paranormal activity. There's the conjuring movies where like the occult stuff is in the background and it's never right. primary in the main story. You're mm-hmm. focusing on a family. This kind of has some of that. It's just that the conspiracy stuff they choose to use is not really well known. Yeah, yeah. And we don't care that much about it. I know? Mean, so it fails in that way. I feel like it could have been explored more. Do you guys think we're ready to go into spoilers? Or? I think so. Okay. I think so, so. Right. just right. before we go into spoilers, we're going to have Ryan's new segment right here. Uh, were we watching the same movie? So take it away, Ryan. <laughs> Easy on the critics, Ryan. <laughs> oh, man. So... I was going through because I I was thinking to myself I didn't necessarily like the movie I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that I hated but it wasn't up there right and I would not give it a 94 percent on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. and and I was thinking 
am I in the minority? Am, is there something that I'm not seeing? So uh-huh. I decided to go and look at some of the reviews and then just kind of compare and see, wait, are we watching the same movie? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a, here's one. Us will pin you to your seat and leave you stiff with fear. Okay, there were moments that I was genuinely right. fe- uh, genuinely yeah, disagree. Afraid. I was glued to the, uh, yeah. I was glued. Yeah. I was not because in of fear. the family. Okay. That's what I right. yeah. We, want, we didn't talk about it, but the death scene's not super fantastic either. Mm-hmm. All right, the mystery it weaves, however, does yield an immediate satisfying answers. Oh, I... oh, wait, brutally wrong. <laughs> Can we cite the critic there? Who's oh, the critic? Oh, wait, no, I'm, I oh. might have uh, misread that. The mystery it weaves, however, doesn't yield any immediate satisfying answers. Okay. Only okay. more questions. Okay. Yeah, okay. there you go. That I agree with, actually. Yeah. But here's the, here's the kicker. But at least you, it gets you thinking, and these days, that's plenty. Is that enough for it to be a good movie? <sighs> the thing is, I didn't care enough to think There's... about really much of it, so that's the mm-hmm. flaw. Maybe other people see it differently, but I don't care that much about the tunnel people think, and the rest of the stuff i think because there's a quite a few too many holes in the story in general yeah. and because the story just kind of falls flat in general towards the end at least that's how i feel when it's working just with the family in general i mean that's when i was really glued to the screen is when i thought oh spoilers by the way when i thought umbaku i'm just gonna call him umbaku when i thought umbaku yeah, was gonna die i was genuinely concerned for umbaku i was i was <laughs> sure you know, me too i was, the, the I, good was very, of him, I wanted him the to good live, version is so. gabe wilson the bad guy is abraham but yeah even when the bad guy dies on the boat we're into spoilers right right what a terrible death scene i mean it i was mean pretty shitty i thought as far as the, i mean with that death scene it was okay the one that got me was the one when the uh when his friend's family died because it was just so sudden when they all get stabbed in the neck by their doppelganger. Mm, that one, okay yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That one that shocked clean. me a little yeah. bit more. No. And again, credit to the performances by Elizabeth Moss, by mm-hmm. uh, Tim Hedeker, I think is the guy who plays the douchey father. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm probably going to have to explain this to my therapist again, but I thought <laughs> that Elizabeth Moss looked more attractive as the crazy version <laughs> as opposed to the... <laughs> you got problems. <laughs> again, think about that scene. We're into spoilers, right? Do you want to yeah. read a couple more of those, Ryan? Yeah, I yeah. Let's read a few more of those there's enough thematic material here to power an entire semester of college dissertations. Disagree. Disagree. That sounds like I go yeah. to Reaching. Peele, no <laughs> Even if Peel is never quite able to integrate the socio-political horrors with the uh, cinematic horrors as brilliantly as he did in Get Out. So, okay, I agree with the second. The bottom of the second part is mm-hmm. right. The first part makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure. And then uh, I will. Critics like Peel, and I get why. I like mm-hmm. him too. I want him to succeed, but it doesn't mean you skew your, your yeah. take on the art, you know? Exactly. And rate it how you want to rate that. it. So, Correct. I mean, as far as, like, spoilers go, it was, uh, I called her the, what do they call her, Red? In the Red. Red. I yeah. called her Jesus That's the Doppel- bad, sure, her name's Adelaide. <laughs> the bad, they're tethered is Red. My, my nickname for her was Jesus Doppelganger. She was seen more as, you know, as that Jesus figure. Yeah. Now, with those rules, because- and I kind of like some of that, actually. I mean- I'm fine with it, but here here's something uh-huh. from uh, from a movie review site, and I just wanted to read this real quick. Uh, it says, "Us next to Peel's directorial debut, Get Out, can be more comfortably tucked into the horror genre, but is just as ambiguous and eager to function as social commentary. The doppelgangers don't say much, but when they do." We are Americans. We're encouraged to think that. I think that's about, the one line I talk about yeah, when yeah. I say he's still trying for that social commentary. We're encouraged to think about who and what these usurpers represent. 
what is their connection to us and why do they come with scissors? Okay, so <laughs> finish up. Because no, I, no, no. <laughs> no let, me, let me just say this. The scissor thing did throw me a loop and yeah. I wanted to go down the research rabbit hole. But again, I cared so little. I did not really. <laughs> I didn't let, allow myself to go down there. Uh-huh. What I will say is that the social commentary, I feel like Jordan Peele almost played with our, our he, he fucked with us a little bit on this one. Uh-huh. Because the reality is, yes, there are two families. They say weird lines like we are Americans and there's some background, the juxtaposition of the Elizabeth Moss family versus mm-hmm. Peter Nwango's family. But really, I think he's really just messing with us. He wants us to look for that stuff, but it's not, not really there. there. It's not at least if it's there, it's not relevant to his it, main story. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I can but see, it doesn't work even uh-huh. though he's fucking with us. If that's what really what he's trying, it doesn't really work that well. But that even I was thinking about it, they say we are Americans. That's what they see themselves as. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember I, when, uh, what's the part in Infinity mm-hmm. War? I know producer Ryan <laughs> won't remember, but uh, doesn't uh, Star-Lord say, what does Star-Lord <laughs> say? Like, am I supposed to say Jesus or something at some point? And it's uh-huh. a clever line that's used in a main IP piece that I thought, wow, that's really smart that they actually allowed that uh-huh. in there. That seems like something Disney would edit out. <laughs> this one, uh, the We Are Americans line, it feels disingenuous yeah, to we- the rest of the tone of the movie, right? So I can- Even though it's smart, uh-huh. it felt not, like it was in a different movie. I, I feel like if he is fucking with us as far as like, okay, this movie's trying to, you know, he's throwing political standpoints out there that absolutely mean nothing. Which is his right to do yeah. as an artist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. More credit to yeah. him. Because you know, people, but... they're always going to be looking, are the curtains really blue? Or, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, the curtains yeah. are blue or they're just blue. <laughs> and we should be I mean, effed with because we're a bunch of, you know, suckers Yeah, for exactly. Stuff. If you're looking for that thing, I mean, I guess I could see it. If Jordan Peele's main intention was to make this more of a political standpoint, then I would say... I think he was too concerned with that than to make an actual story that and finished I don't think off he was. strong. So Honestly, I don't think he was either. Because I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't. Audience, see it, but, yeah. I think I need to add in a sound effect for how hard I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> 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 you can't see it, but I wish you could hear how hard I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I mean, my biggest thing as far as holes I saw in it. I mean, I was just like, okay, we have Jesus doppelganger. <laughs> we have Jesus doppelganger, and they're tethered. But I thought that if you're the real person, your shadow was tethered. But she wasn't the shadow. She That was the twist. She was a real person Explain all that along. twist, Tyler, just so we get it out there So again. at the very end, when they're driving off into the sunset, I guess he could say. And we the all family, called it. Yeah, yeah where are they the going, by the way? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It doesn't matter. They're holding hands across America, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Now, again, you talk about Mad Men. Yeah. Anybody see the season finale? or the series finale of Mad Men? No, no. Okay, so I love it. that show. It's one of my favorite shows uh-huh. of all time. And and there is a correlation between Peel's ending of this movie and the music that goes off again uh, and the Hands Across America thing mm-hmm. with the ending of the last Mad Men episode where it's they're playing the Coke song with the oh, hippies. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just, I, I like, I actually almost wanted to like that, except that we never got enough to, right. to drive the point home. So. Yeah. Same thing as you're saying, they dive in, but they reel back in too soon. But yeah. So as far as the doppelganger goes, um, we find out at the end that the mom that's been there since the beginning, that she's the actual doppelganger at the beginning of the movie. Um, the little girl, you know, who's right. the main actress. They the open with the little tunnel people snippet. Yeah. Then it's the little girl getting lost in the mirror room. She sees her tethered. Mm-hmm. And then we just don't really get a lot of. Yeah, yeah. It cuts there. And then at the end, it reveals that the doppelganger or the tethered yeah. took her place, it, brought her an, down. It, there was it, a switcheroo. And yeah. the logic being that she was the leader of now the mole people, so to speak, or the yeah. tethered underneath the ground because she was different than all of them. Yeah. She came from the top. She was from So the top. she could lead them out into the <laughs> but, open world. Okay, so going. We're going to talk about things that we don't like about right. this movie. 
What was keeping her there, down yeah. there? Yeah. What Good was question. What was keeping any of them down? Seriously, what keeps Nick Fury? Yeah. <laughs> what keeps Nick Fury from using the pager? What keeps her down in the tunnel? Yeah. Just leave, man. So, <laughs> Just an so escalator. <laughs> here, here's an example of mm-hmm. you setting the rules and then it's not making sense. Right. So she's talking about when they first met. She was telling a story about mm-hmm. the girl and her shadow. Right. And. Everyone has a, a has a shadow. Yeah. So, so she basically marries this guy, not not in love with uh, with him, yeah. but has to marry him because the uh, Adelaide married uh, Howard, right? Yeah. His name or no, Gabe? No, I think it's yeah. Gabe. Yeah, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe. Howard. Yeah. Howard was written Howard's on the, his, He went to Howard oh, University. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sweater. <laughs> on the sweater. Yes. So, and then you talk about her giving birth. So she gave birth, and then later on in the movie, she talks about clones, like. That yeah. was another loop, like another thread that just never went anywhere. Yeah, and are the rabbits clones? Are the people clones? Right. What who, government is controlling they, this? I don't get it. In, in the final scene, or one of the, the final like last act, um, we have Jesus doppelganger who says, you know, that they were made by humans. And yeah. so I'm wondering, okay, yeah, there's, there's just no, no government people, no scientists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no like, scientists in the tunnel. They just been what, down what's there? keeping yeah. them down there? What is holding them the up? By, by the way, why are the tunnels so clean? Yeah. They're so clean. Except for a bunch of rabbits <laughs> yeah. running around. And who's giving them the stuff that they need? Or They're, right. This is loosely based, as I'm told anyway, on an old, old urban myth of the mole people living under the ground, right? Right. Okay, but yeah, it, yeah. Even, even if that's true, and I think that's sort of what he's going for, we don't get anywhere near enough to care right. about any of it. I think he should have just kept it to the doppelganger like plot line and then just left it at that. So again, also mm-hmm. with the uh, um, why were the shadows? Sometimes they would follow with what their human it's is doing, yeah. and then sometimes they didn't. Why was the boys the only one that would actually do what the boy was doing, right. even right. up until death? Yeah, up until he even gets if you're fired. trying to presume that he he gained some power over that other boy, the tethered boy. Um, and again, that that um, uh, actor is Evan Alex. He was so good. Yeah, um, yeah. One of the boys is half burnt in the face; the other one is not. Yeah, and they spend some time alone in the closet, even if. They they built a relationship and now he knows how to manipulate a little bit it was never explained and it was never yeah. shown in any way and mm-hmm. so when that boy dies presumably because the other unanswered boy mimics, questions again it's not dramatic to me because i didn't understand it right see so. so so this is one of the rules they obviously show that these shadows have a personality of their mm-hmm. own why would the kid's face be burned if evans is not burned Good like right. he never burned explained. his own face or so, uh, through whatever uh-huh. um so if that's the case, then why don't they leave? Why right. don't they do their own thing? Now, Nothing's keeping them underground because, well, again, she was able to leave in the first place. They're, they're, and again, this is one of the flaws of the movie, I think. The main character, the, the tethered version of Adelaide is Red, right? Now, mm-hmm. we know the twist at the end, right? But even still, Red wants revenge. Okay, mm-hmm. so yes, the re- yes. she wants she's deprived of a life on the top side and had to live with the mole people presumably, and she's mad about it. But everybody else is just doing this hands across America thing for the right. most part. Yeah, and totally unexplained why? because of a T-shirt the little girl was right. wearing, and then why it was is a the- commercial in the beginning sure. too that yeah. she saw? And, and, so. and what's the message behind that? That Jordan Peele and does it matter? Yeah, he had, probably has a thought there, but why do we care about it? And, yeah. and that's why I think that she says we are Americans because of that shirt. It says yeah. hands across America. Correct. Yeah. And their whole political statement that they want to do is that they want to go up on America and hold hands and show that they are Americans. And, that, and that's it. And we're, it's weird. 
I, I just I don't know why they did it. I was just like, okay, that's what they're doing. They're just and coming again, topside. The pertinent question there, Tyler, is you don't know why and you don't really care. Yeah. And yeah. I think like if we cared and didn't know why, it's different than not caring. And I just not thought they were enjoying why. the sun and, too. And, by the way, that's a peaceful movement. The hands across America and why by do all accounts of doppelgangers. But then there's isolated pockets of violence going yeah, on too. Yeah. And why come mm-hmm. the police never show up? By the way, or <laughs> they didn't get a gun. Right? Like, <laughs> right? It's just weird. It, again, these are just things that. I wouldn't be asking these questions if the rules were established well right. enough, but you broke the rules and now I have questions to why yeah. they aren't following him. I can't just close my eyes and eat this. You know what I mean? Exactly. If you're going to yeah. if you're going to bend the rules like that cuz also right. too with Red or Jesus doppelganger as I like mm-hmm. to call her, if she's a real person, how come she can't control her shadow? Good question. Yeah. yeah. You know? Good point. Who, and they could just gone up You think she would have figured that out before time. she went out topside, yeah. right? I mean, that's the thing. It's just, why didn't they just go up? You know, nobody's guarding them. I can understand if they would have said, I mean, they mentioned in the beginning how there was a thunderstorm coming in. If they would have played on that, I thought maybe it was parallel universe, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, any of those things, but. The whole yeah. uh, vision quest thing, the maze and yeah. stuff. They could have did some play with magic or whatever. I hate right. that they used the mirrored room again, too. I know last week you talk, we talked about the um, Yayu Kazo uh, exhibit that's at the Bellagio. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Good use of the mirrors and the lighting. Yeah. Another mirrored room where you see your double. Like, I felt like this has been done mm-hmm. and a fun house on the beach and yeah, yeah. like eh, i'm not it just didn't right. appeal but, to me but th- that's one of the things that i was trying to get at before with horror movies we have these elements that kind of explain why there's this killer going on right is it insanity is it because of magic is it because of a monster or whatever giant but, government but, conspiracy but, it re- but for this yeah it reveals that they're clones so it's some sort of scientific experimentation right and so they tell but, us yeah, yeah. No one's you Nothing, no evidence yeah. of that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Right? But think, <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. Why, why even have that bit of dialogue there? Because I agree. it didn't add anything. That's my to biggest it. Right. thing. And again, that's why the beginning when they talk about the tunnels, don't even give us that. Yeah. You're not giving us anything else. Don't give us that. Don't don't insult us by showing a couple of sentences to explain mm-hmm. the tunnel conspiracy that most people won't even have heard of anyway. <laughs> right. Because yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> I know about it, but most people don't. And let me say this: when you get to the point where like the little girl gets to the upper end on the other little girl basically the mom basically gets the upper end of the other little girl the mm-hmm. tethered little girl that's a death scene i liked for the most part the there twin was or the there. uh the, the twin oh, okay, so that's yeah. um zora is the regular and right. ray is the tethered right okay so when she dies when the car short stops and she goes into the forest and there's that moment where she has some compassion for yes, the tethered yes. yeah i agree that so was a good scene the yeah. dynamics of the family right that's why you get a little emotion out of that why not just focus on that and right. forget all this other conspiracy yeah. garbage maybe it would have been a better movie mm-hmm. so uh, Nick and I were talking about it. Could Jordan have made some decisions on filming the movie that would have made it a better movie? I mean, I didn't mind that these the soul was shared between these two bodies. Okay, I can even believe that. Even though it's that. inconsistent. Yeah, even though it's inconsistent, you know what? I can buy that. Cloning, sure. Why not? I don't, you know, those are the rules of cloning. Fine, I'll take it. You know, I think what could have been done as far as better with this is give it that Cabin of the Woods element. Mm. Give it where isolate, you know, it. yeah, isolate, isolate it. So we just care about this one, but family. make sure. it to where okay, we have the down, families. we have the downstairs, we have the multi, we have the upstairs, but we don't see any scientists, we don't see any government officials. Let them be that cabin of the woods element where so they're examining this experiment worldwide or something now, around that. So. Now, if they did that, that's something that they have to change in the core of the screenplay. It's yeah. not a decision that right. he has, he makes when he's directing mm-hmm. because I, I feel that there were they. 
ended up going two different scopes that would have been great by themselves. Okay. If they focused on like the entire uh, America or entire world is having to deal with these doppelgangers mm-hmm. and make it like a World War Z situation. Right. Then it would have been we a really about good movie. That, yeah. mm-hmm. Or if they, maybe it would have been. Oh, okay. But it, it seems like it could have been leaned a, into a that. Better I movie. Liked it, yeah. <laughs> or if they focus just on the family right. and dealing with right. uh, their dynamic, and then now these doppelgangers coming in, that would have been a great movie in my personal opinion. And now, and, and, go ahead. Oh, Brad. sorry. Uh, now, what do you think if they just didn't explain where they came from at all? I would have preferred that. This is Honestly, a doppelganger. I, knowing what I know now, yeah. I would have preferred that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, with the unknown, especially in horror, whatever you kind of conceive more in your mind is usually better than anything that's actually take, written onto screen. You know, take yeah. it, take out the yeah. cloning line, take out the little sentences in the beginning, take out a few other little lines in there, mm-hmm. and maybe it works better. Oh, but they no. came from hell. They came from a different universe. Don't even tell us. Doesn't Don't even matter. go into it. But <laughs> yeah. Tyler, but Nick, how are they going to weave in these <laughs> political uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> themes into it? You could just write a good story. I mean. <laughs> yeah, focus on that later. Exactly you know, true. we need exactly to explain true. that they're Americans. <laughs> you know how you do it? You you made Get Out, so you already know how. Yeah, exactly. And, and if you don't want to go down that road again, and you don't want to be compared to the masterpiece you made a couple years ago, don't make a movie like that. I mean, do if something you're else. With us, explore fine. another genre. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, that to say, I, I will say, I still love Jordan Peele, and I give him a credit. It takes a lot of guts. Uh, to put yourself out there and put oh, your yeah. art out there and then take whatever the public, who can be mostly negative, uh, throws back in your face. Now, this time it worked out for him because the critics are on his side yeah. and he's going to make money. So it doesn't really matter what the audience see. He gets yeah, away with yeah. this one, presumably. But so I give him credit and he clearly is an auteur with a clear vision. But again, we're you put it out there for us. So we're allowed to say what we want to say about it. You had maybe two or three ideas here, and if you if you just focus on one of them, maybe it's cleaner, and maybe would have liked it more. Mm-hmm. But because you didn't seem like you made up your mind about which ones you wanted to focus on, so you never quite spent enough time with right. any of them. The family, yeah, but not still not enough mm-hmm. there. I I thought it was a failure overall so because of that. You went down two different rabbit holes. Yeah. No pun intended. Three. Went, <laughs> <laughs> three. <laughs> Here's something that I I feel maybe a little bit deeper that maybe this was intended was the idea she talked about with cloning that they were able to clone everything except for the soul. And I hated that too. But okay, so this <laughs> another is another one of the lines I want to This is one of the out. things <laughs> this is one of the things that I feel I can actually defend on that it's the idea that Red and Adelaide Okay. Yeah, Adelaide. Yeah, Adelaide. Adelaide, we're going to say, is the one that took the place, all right? And Red is the one that stayed on the ground. So Mm -hmm. Adelaide was originally Shadow, and then she took the place, and then she lived a normal life, and she she started talking and doing all these Mm -hmm. things, and effectively got a soul. Okay. Whereas Red should have had the soul. Did she? Well well that's the thing. She was she was the original daughter. She yeah. was the original daughter. She's she the OG. Was, <laughs> and then she was forced to become the shadow. So she loses her soul? Yeah, and that's the thing. That's <laughs> that, Or because she's got a soul down there, that's why she becomes the leader. So, no, but this is this is why I'm saying that this is why it could have been a little deeper is that your idea of what a soul is is what you yeah. make of it. Then, Which he never goes into it. Yes, yeah. yes. Doesn't he, he spend a sentence? He doesn't, really, sentence he doesn't really touch it. Nothing. This is something that I'm yeah. reaching for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so uh-huh. that's one thing that I'll give to it. The second thing I'll say, though, is that if she's the shadow, if Adelaide's a shadow and she was able to do all this, it, it just further uh, uh, strengthens my argument of why everyone didn't just leave. 
Sure. She, she was supposed to be tethered to, to Red while yeah. she was down there and do all the things that Red is doing, but she didn't. She was able to live a normal life. She was able to dance. And then, for whatever reason, Red started dancing downstairs because Adelaide was dancing. Yeah. It, it doesn't really make sense why yeah. sometimes they have to mimic the movements of the human uh, the and rules why they are not don't. Consistent. Right. Yeah. I mean, even with Ad- Adelaide, right? That's uh, the Adelaide mom's name? Yeah. Adelaide. So, even yeah. with Adelaide, it's kind of like. You know, did she know she was a shadow yes. all along, or was that repressed yes. from her? No. Or and you know. that's one thing that I was also really upset about is why in the beginning did you have this act going on of, of being traumatized? Right, you weren't traumatized, and the reason why I say that because she knew exactly what she was doing in mm. the car ride home. She smiles, yeah, knowing right. That and she- I don't like that part. To remember, we talked about it after the film ended. When the son looks at the mother, that's his real mother. Yeah, yeah, that's, he that's has his this mom. weird yeah. look. Like I'm figuring it out. Yeah, when yeah. it comes down to that's it, still that's still your mom. mom so yeah. Yeah. who gives a shit? You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Again, she hasn't changed. Why do I care? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I, he wants to be smart but fail sort of yeah thing, yeah you know? and and it's a bit of a letdown i was telling nick that all the chips are on the table and then he just walked away with 70 percent of it yeah he yeah. didn't take everything and it make this big mm-hmm. message if he wanted I, to i or think whatever. of it like he had pocket kings couldn't decide if he wanted to go all in and just folded ultimately at the end it because feels, he couldn't make a decision it yeah. feels like glass if it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it really, it, it, yeah. it feels, it feels like glass, and it's just maybe he needed a co-writer on this to say, "Hey, are yeah. you sure you want to go down this way? It's mm. not making sense." And that's something that happens when people take on a lot of roles in movie sure. production. You're the director, you're the writer, you're the producer. Jesus Christ! Like you know, we don't, yeah. we don't like, talk about it on yeah. this podcast, but uh, I'm a huge fantasy sports player. I'm a big sports fan myself. <laughs> uh, someday I'll do a podcast on that. But when the now, manager it, becomes the general manager and he starts uh, acqu- acquiring players, but also has to manage those players, is always when things go bad. Almost never has it worked out. Mm-hmm. And this is like when you produce, write, direct, you do everything. Sometimes yeah. you you you, don't, you miss things. Now, Nick, what is this sports you're talking about? <laughs> you guys know nothing about. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, takes place in tunnels Movies? under the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, don't worry okay, about cool, it. Yeah. Cool. Is there a movie about you can, it? You can see it on the DC streaming network. <laughs> Is that like Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> exactly. It's exactly like yep. Baseball questicles, I think, is where you find it at. <laughs> so, uh, going back to it, I just think that the whole beginning of the movie is all for naught. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't play because, again, she is not traumatized. She made mm-hmm. that decision. So why is she acting like, oh, I, I don't want to go She's there because I'm too afraid? Too, yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't make sense for her to have this act and to be all mm-hmm. afraid. I can understand that if she was suspicious, if she was afraid mm-hmm. that, oh, this girl is going to come after me, then yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But for her to put up this act as if she has post-traumatic stress syndrome, right. that's what they said that it's she had. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, doesn't it doesn't make, make any sense. sense. Right? Yeah, it's like they missed it. I, I wonder, you know, I, I don't know how much experts we are, but we're seasoned movie watchers. When he uh, basically shows the beginning with the little girl in the mirrored room, now we all figure out the twist yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Both of us told each other. Probably so, 30 minutes right, in. We, <laughs> right, right, right. Maybe 20 so we, minutes When it in. came, it wasn't a big twist for us, right? Is that a failure on Jordan Peele? Did he fail there by I mean, showing us too much the, or telegraphing it too much mm-hmm. in such a clean way that everybody figures it out? I I mean, would, are we in the majority mm-hmm. there? I would say so just because when you see the twist coming away and then the twist happens and it doesn't make the movie flow together, it doesn't give it that nice bow that we talk when, about yeah, yeah. at the end. A lot of people love the you know? sixth sense. I had figured that one out and uh-huh. I don't love it quite as much as everybody else, even though I think it's a beautiful piece of art. 
um, the usual suspects I did not figure out. And okay. So when that twist comes, I was like, oh, my God. So, uh, and sometimes you choose to not right. think about the twist. But if you're watching it from a critic's mm-hmm. eye, you, you try to figure things out. And, and in this case, we all figured it out. I think a lot of people will figure it out. And it takes a lot away from the, and, from and, the end result. Uh, well, so I, I, I have to say that it's we like this in, in Talking Flick. It's a no-win situation. Yeah. That if he didn't do... A the, lot of repetitive yeah. themes on Talking Flick. If, <laughs> if he didn't do the twist, I'm certain that there would be a sect of people that would say, oh man, what a missed opportunity. He did the twist and now we're we're complaining right. about that it was too telegraphed. Right. That situation, Body Snatchers, I, again, it's been done so many yeah. times that you expect it. You expect that the initial bad guy was actually the good guy at L- one point. Let me ask you this. So he has the side plot of the tunnel people mm-hmm. and the government conspiracy clones, whatever is going on there. And then maybe the side plot of the social commentary and the family. He takes out the social commentary altogether. He takes out the government cons- tunnel conspiracy stuff, focuses on the family, still does the twist. Even though we've seen it before and it's not necessarily original idea, do we like that movie better? I feel like we do. Mm. I think it doesn't. It don't make a twist just for twist to yeah, sake. You I, know agree. What I mean, I agree, and that's where it starts going more into the M Night Shyamalan thing. Where whenever you watch one of his movies, he, he, he was what's boxed the twist? into that, yeah. and some of those twists were stupid. Yeah, and that's yeah. why he's yeah. exactly. losing his ground. There. Don't have a twist for twist sake. Right. Twist, 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 twist sake. <laughs> twist <laughs> sake. You know, just make us a movie, make a good story. If that's where the you know where it's gonna flow, let it flow there. And, you know, bring in another person to work on you as far as with the writing, the editing, bring in, you know, key. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah you key. know, bring, you know, bring, bring in someone to help you out with that because. Who's a good actor, by the way. He's, yeah, he's really. done some good work. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, yeah, it feels, it feels stumbled. It feels lost. And when I was watching this movie, I was not watching it from a technical standpoint. I only noticed the score because I really, really liked the score in the yeah, opera yeah. scene. The lantern, Great. The and Latin the lighting it, and the cinematography, you know? yeah. But when I was watching this, I was not looking for any twist. I was not looking for any political standpoints. But the fact that I saw the twist as just a regular movie goer means that a lot of other people probably saw yeah, the twist coming yeah. from a mile And I think a lot of too. people did. Yeah. And I wonder what their thoughts on the audience score. Tweet us, tweet us and let us know if you yeah. figured it out and what your thoughts are on that. And, yeah. By the way, this is an interesting point because I know you guys care about that movie Glass. I haven't, it's the only podcast I haven't listened to with you guys because uh-huh. I have not seen that movie yet. I'm holding out the same cinematographer from Glass, same for this movie. Oh, really? okay, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Just thrown it. He also hey. did It Follows, which by the way, I didn't love as a movie movie story-wise mm-hmm. but looked great that's a good horror movie that looked really good yeah it looked we good can, i know can, that I, I don't like it either necessarily and i didn't think it was all that smart either but it looked awesome yeah i mean don't make a twist for just twist sake i keep on gonna say that wrong but uh, <laughs> but you know bring someone in as far as the movie goes you know family dynamic it really works for me i mean there's not really much more else i really want to say about this movie other than you know it goes through those different rabbit holes and it feels like it should just pick one instead of going through the two or you know three different rabbit holes and i agree now let me say this i you know will we be there for the next jordan peele movie i'm a hard yes i'm a hard yes too yeah yeah okay so now let me say this 48 hours later i saw it thursday night with producer ryan here we saw it with the crowd wasn't super into it i wouldn't say Mm. at the theater we were at um I do think about it more fondly than when I immediately left the theater. Immediately, my, mm-hmm. my reaction is disappointment. I know you were the immediate reaction guy. Uh-huh. I'm the critic guy. I like to digest uh-huh. a little bit longer. 
48 hours later, I like it more than I did when I first walked out and I can focus on the things I like and I can safely say, Peel has an eye, Peel is an auteur, he missed on this one. Mm-hmm. But it's not a total bust for me. I would like to watch this a second time. Not in theaters, but you know. That's I would, gonna be hard. Yeah. The rewatchability here isn't I, high. Yeah, the only yeah. reason is because they mention how things line up as they get closer to their doppelgangers. Okay, let and me that's ask, something I want to this. see explored more. Uh, on that and note, see if it's Tyler, hidden in there. <laughs> on that note, the sequel to this movie, are you there for that? Absolutely no, not. No, 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 no reason. I don't and, even yeah. want them to do it. I don't want them. Now either. it's gonna make money again. Twenty yeah. million dollar budget, a sixty seventy million dollar opening, and you presume it's gonna at least make a hundred, hundred and change. Right. So it's gonna be a success ultimately, mm-hmm. and it's a critical success, as uh, producer Ryan told you. Yeah. So if we get a sequel, I mean, I, I'm not sure how much I care about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I honestly don't care about it, and we and I hope he this, doesn't. Frankly. We we mentioned mm-hmm. this before. I was thinking about it. If it does get a sequel, does it make the original product better? If it explains more of what, uh, imagine this. Imagine Peel doesn't take on the sequel. Somebody else does it, and it's a better movie. Now, now, all of a sudden, <laughs> no. things get interesting, right? I mean, how would you take it on as far as a sequel? Because we don't know anything. Well, you got to focus just, on the tunnel people. Hands across you America. Got, hands across America. <laughs> well, yeah. it ended so poorly. Can right. we talk about that? We haven't even said anything <laughs> okay, about and, that. And, I mean, my main thing. We was should that talk way, about so, it, right? Yeah. So again, the forty-eight hour mark. Forty-eight hours later, I like the ending more than you do now. Mm-hmm. Initially, I was upset, just like you were and I slept on it a couple nights and now I like it again because of my thoughts on Mad Men because of the music in the background and because it's like a peaceful movement by doppelgangers presumably who may or may not be killing people sporadically even though all that's weird and unexplained it's very artistic and I Mm -hmm. give them some credit for that now Ryan (laughs) you're saying things uh, right now and I'm like blown away what I knew you were going to be mad about that but you know what I give them a little bit more credit for it can you walk us through what that final scene looks like as far as the ending goes we know that after the twist and the son looks at his mother and then puts the mask back on. You know, that part right. I hate, but yeah. then the Hands Across America part with the helicopters. Okay. Eh, so like so now. <laughs> walk us through that scene. So what happens is they are in their ambulance. They show the big twist of her, the doppelganger actually taking the life of Red and becoming Adelaide. Right. And and then the son uh, is sneering at the, it's a weird look. At the mom. It's good acting, yeah. but it's, a, yeah. it's a weird look. And then look. the mom just smiles it off and it just continues It's an to acknowledgement drive. that they both know what's yeah. going on. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's one of those situations where it's driving into the sunset, you have this, the camera panning out and the scope of the shot is and getting bigger and bigger. the music in the background. And then you see all the doppelgangers mm-hmm. like stretching across hills and mountains and hand, hand in hand, hand like in hand. hands across America so, not killing anyone presumably just yeah. hands across America except their original it's, classic versions of themselves in, in at least my mind and again I haven't read a ton of people's reviews so maybe there's a different take on it it is them announcing their presence on the top side okay yeah. all right. what they're doing so they, in a peaceful manner they achieve their goals now the thing about horror that Tyler had mentioned before is that they don't show certain elements so that you can formulate the plot Mm -hmm. in your mind and you can picture it. There are horror movies that end with a sudden cut where the main character looks in the mirror and all of a sudden sees the killer. And that can Uh, work. Yeah. It's worked in the past. And then you formulate in your mind that, oh crap, it's still going on. Right. So in this movie... Stranger Things, by the way, does a great job. (laughs) So in this movie, what am I formulating in my mind now? Where where is this family going to go? What are these doppelgangers going 
going to do? To what end are they going to stand there? And do we care? Yeah, that's the the thing. Yeah, so that's why I felt the ending was so bad when people are saying, oh, what a good open-ended thing. You can think about all these different things that could happen. What are they going to do? Yeah. Literally, what are they going to do? You have the peaceful protest. Where are they going and who cares? They already... Quotations because they just murdered their their other versions of themselves. Yeah, they, so they went to their house, including and then, the good Adelaide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, let me ask you this because we didn't talk about this just real quick. Adelaide and Red, right? The swapperoo, the big twist. Uh huh. We, are we rooting for Tethered Red, who essentially kills the real Adelaide? See, and, and that's is she the, the protagonist? How is yeah. At least that's an interesting thought that I give Peel credit for diving into. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give it to us in a way that we can process it very well. Right. But it is weird that our protagonist is the bad guy, and we're kind of rooting for her right. the whole movie. But in those situations, you have a, you feel for them, and mm-hmm. I don't feel anything. I, don't know that I felt that. Much, no, no, but... yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I cared I, about her because she's a good performance, and and it's the family you care about. But when you find out she's the bad guy, shouldn't we feel for the other lady? No, yeah, that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Oh, okay. That's what I'm trying to say. They want you to feel for this other person, but why should I? But it's the too death little, scene was too so late. La- yeah. And again, that yeah. death scene, yeah. uh, we didn't talk about the death scenes aren't that great. The, that was a lackluster death scene where she just dies and then they use the handcuffs as you have telegraphed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that we got what we needed See, out of there that. was, it, you, there were things that you felt sorry for her, yes. and then But you don't build up anything as a character for her. Like, mm-hmm. All you Except know- The plot is so convoluted and unexplained that we don't have time to figure it out Mm -hmm. because he's not explaining anything so we don't gain those emotional connections so the thing is nick i don't know where you're standing though like what are you arguing are you arguing that it's good that we don't i'll I'll, I'll give it to you the best way i can explain it i don't like it and i didn't like this (laughs) (laughs) but but let me say this because Uh i can look at it like a critic's eye i will relate slightly to the critics that see the cinematography the music some of the choices and again that end scene which i like Mm -hmm. the way it looks and i like the way it sounds and the emotion it's going for i'm almost going to be one of those bad guy critics that'll give it a slightly more credit than you will because the whole thing is a disappointment (laughs) but i'll still we get to the rating part you'll see that Ultimately, I'm I'm not a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying it doesn't make up for it. Like, yeah, I'll say this: Mad Men is a great points. show. Again, I loved it, and I was very connected to it. The last episode, it took me time to process that too. I didn't love that ending, mm-hmm. and a couple days after, I'm like, shit. You know what? It's genius. I like it. As far as so, uh, character development goes with Red, it's just if they want us. If that's Jordan Peele's main thing, is they want us to feel some sort of emotion for you know well, original. I think that's the thing original, we have not seen before. Yeah. that we watched a whole movie rooting for a lady that was essentially the bad. But guy. we weren't rooting for her until ever because we didn't know about the twist until yeah. the end. It was just yeah. too little, too late to really even yeah, care about exactly. this character. I mean, we were rooting for so, the bad version of her. Yeah, the whole the time. I mean, we didn't that's know. That's what but I mean. So he's trying to like. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, <laughs> he tricked us into rooting for the bad yeah. guy. So, something like that. But, but it doesn't. But it doesn't matter. work, right? Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Get like, there. When it comes down to but it, I can see on the page how he would think that's super smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, when it comes down to it, it was a no-win situation. Yeah, because I agree. Why wouldn't you want to root for the shadow? Because she already knew the life that she was going to be destined. So she yeah. chose to do something about it. Okay. And uh, sure. Yeah. Sure. And then yeah. so it's an anti- maybe there's some antihero there. And I don't, I don't know. Does that make you and it doesn't make you want to root for the other person any less because she has to go mm-hmm. through the fate of the other person. Well, that poor little so, girl has been stuck down in the tunnels for so, so long. When it, feel when, for that lady. <laughs> when it comes to it, like, how can you feel bad for either one? Like, you can't. You it, can't. You know, what it is it's this weird thing where we talked about it i don't know if it was last week or the week before i watched finding neverland the michael jackson documentary right 
there's some quotes I think that Barbara Streisand came out with recently that were almost like, well, it wasn't the stuff he did wasn't all that bad, which people took, you know, took a step back on. He was abused as a child and therefore we can still like Michael Jackson because he was abused as a Mm -hmm. child. Maybe there's some elements of that that he's trying to get into here. She was a girl that lost her free will, got trapped down Mm -hmm. in the tunnels. So we should understand why she's coming up for revenge. But since it's not explained and there's not enough of it. We'd ever get there. But again, on the page, as a novice screenwriter, I could see how he thinks how smart that is and how people could mm-hmm. be kind of shocked by it all. Yeah. But it just doesn't work. And I, I think that you mm-hmm. hit the nail on the head with that. It's just him thinking that it it's a great sounds idea, smart. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's one of those things that you're drinking beer with friends or you're smoking a J or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, I got oh, five on You know what would be great? Oh, yeah, the doppelganger takes the place. Don't do it. drugs. It's not about drugs. Don't do drugs. That's great writing. But I, I'm just saying, that's that's exactly what I feel is uh-huh. going through his mind. Yeah. I would and, just say, yeah. too little, too late. Too little, yeah, yeah, and I agree too with little, that, actually. Too little, too late to care about these characters because at the end, I care more about that family dynamic than anything because they work together. Even when, you know, it's, you know, who's got the highest kill count and when they're in the minivan. I love it. Yeah. That's a great part, too. Some other <laughs> yeah. good writing, too. You know, yeah, you've yeah. got one. I've got two. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. We didn't mention anything about the, the comedy. How did you feel about the comedy that was in the movie? I feel like it worked. Yeah. Uh, 90% like of it, it I loved it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the comedy, there was there was some moments Fuck where... The police. <laughs> <laughs> there were some moments that I felt that it really took away from the tension that was built, and that really pulled me out of the movie. But for the most part, the, the jokes really hit. Yeah. Just, let's just touch on it, because I know we talked about it. I want to get into the podcast. The Elizabeth Moss scene where she's pretending to be the real person with yeah. the lipstick. Yeah. Very artistic. Yeah. Very well done. No, Love no. those couple and minutes That there. was a great scene. And then also when she goes to the window, and then she sees her husband quote unquote husband right. is fighting against oh. <laughs> Gabe and then she screams and but she's pantomiming everything right yeah and, it's and, smart and, and it no, looks good no sound is coming out so it uh-huh. makes you think oh they deafened it but no she just starts um, pantomiming this laughter and yeah it, she only does it because she that's what her character would do and mm. I thought that was such a good scene. Me a too. good, like, five minutes. Really right. and, and those are the parts that, again, the last 48 hours here, that I want to give Peel credit for the good stuff, mm-hmm. but also punish him for the stuff I did not like. Right. And I think out of that comes my rating. And we'll get into ratings, right? We'll get into it very soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I like the, uh, what was it, Josh, when he goes to reach her hand and he does a little thing where he oh, looks yeah. where he slicks yeah. back his hair. Oh, yeah. I was like, God of all, man. <laughs> Classic Josh. So, I mean, yeah, with that other family, with Josh's family, I guess you could say, we explore a little bit more about what these other doppelgangers are like because yeah. really doppelganger Jesus or Red, you know, she's the leader. And I think that's why initially they don't kill Adelaide or what I can't remember Adelaide Adelaide Adelaide, they don't they don't kill her because there's some sort of grander scheme and I guess maybe she's saved for you know red in general so but again however you want to look at it part of the reason that guy Tim Hedeker who plays Josh I think is uh he's a comedy actor and he really hadn't been in a bunch of stuff mostly comedy sketch stuff and stuff like that uh so his face it works really really well and he plays that douchey white guy so well and credit to the casting again (laughs) I, I just don't understand though why 
that the white family came and killed their counterparts. Again, yeah, I don't. And get they that either, they yeah. didn't go into immediately into when everybody else is holding hands and who hands who's choosing America. who wants revenge and who is yeah. just standing there peacefully. Yeah, it, that part is so if they do ambiguous. They, it's, they it's, show it's, it's bothersome. They show someone in the very beginning who is getting loaded into the ambulance. You know, I think who's a the homeless guy person. on the beach. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. guy on the beach. The eleven eleven guy. Yeah, yeah, who yeah, ends up getting, conspiracy? Who thing. ends up getting stabbed or whatever it is by the scissors? But mm-hmm. then you see his doppelganger, who's the one who's standing in the middle of the right. beach. We get that at the very end with the after blood on his kill, hands. And, yeah. yeah, after they kill the doppelganger, that's when they just, I guess, stand and enjoy the sun or something. It's I'm not weird. sure. See, yeah. the thing is though. When they show that these doppelgangers have desires, mm-hmm. if they have desires, then that means they have a sort of free will because yeah. there is another. Or some of them do, some of them don't, yeah. and who's figuring out who's who? But the, mm-hmm. like that, that's why the rules don't make sense in exactly. this movie. Mm-hmm. And if if they're going to show that they have desires, they want to kill their counterpart or whatever, or they don't want to kill the counterpart. Why? There's a strange dynamic there. Yeah, they should have just. Especially with the tethered in general. Yeah, yeah what's, it, it goes back to what's keeping them underground in the first place. Why do they have to pantomime and mimic all these things that the, their human is going through? And it's that idea of what is this? Is this magic? Is this a science experiment gone mm-hmm. wrong? Are they monsters? It's not clearly defined who or what these these things are. At mm-hmm. least with body snatchers, they're aliens that come from outer space or whatever. Or the your your mirror the yeah the mirror uh, your mirror image is a doppelganger or uh-huh. you have an evil clone or whatever. It just it's just weird um, weird details that hamper and really bring down the story yeah what i would say just kind of back to the political standpoint that i guess this movie's or critics are trying to make this movie into is i'm just a guy just remember that i'm just a guy behind a microphone but if you're trying to throw those political standpoints into this movie to make it a better movie this isn't a good movie yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. that's really what i'm gonna I say agree with that if you're gonna say part. well it's because this they represent you know the oppressed all this coming yeah, up above yeah. they're just going against their oppressors if you really have to throw that in there and reach that deep into it this isn't in a good movie. You can't reach that right. far and to I do try think to make some this critics, good. You know, at least appear. To you're be watching this with one eye open, and that's it. And you know, <laughs> the other one looking in the book. So. You know, I would have been. You, you still it still has to be a good movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's the point. And give I think us, critics are missing out on. Give that. us a good story if you want right. to throw that in there. Yeah, sure. Just make it flow. But it just it doesn't feel like it flows. Although I enjoyed the family dynamic. I know I've said that a million times. I really enjoy the family dynamic. I think it would have worked better if it was just an isolated event, as far as maybe just in California or Santa Cruz. Or just with that family in general. I'll close hoping that Jordan Peele, I hope he didn't make this movie with the thought process it's going to be like a sequel or a trilogy series. I don't think he did. I don't. I hope. I mean, he doesn't seem like a sequel guy, but. I don't know. I I have that feeling from him. If if there is a sequel, I wouldn't be surprised. But to what you said, Tyler, I would have been happier if they just had a really good movie. And at the very end, right before the credits, they put in big, bold letters, people are equal. And then it ends. (laughs) That doesn't always work either. Anybody see Black Klansman? I I really like that movie. It's so maybe so close to Spike Uh Lee's best film ever. But then at the end, it's so on the nose with some of the social stuff. I won't I won't spoil it. But he has two moments at the very end of that movie that are just so on the nose. Takes you out of the vibe of the rest of the no, film. No, no. But I'm just saying that if they just did a good movie right. and they finished the movie right before the credits, it's not part of the movie that just says people are equal and then, I, and yeah, then that's it. I, don't know. I thought I think I would have a better praise for this movie. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter because he has shown that you can make a movie with uh, very 
um, interesting and smart social commentary mm-hmm. and make a great movie. We yeah. saw it. It's yeah. called Get Out. <laughs> this is not that, you know? So we just be aware that this is not that. Yeah. 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 All right. I think I've said all I can say about spoilers. Is there any final thoughts you guys want to add? I'm ready to move on. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's do ratings. I'm going to give this... Because I really enjoy, I know I've said it a million times, I really enjoy that family dynamic and it just works so well. I'm going to give this seven and a half scissors out of ten. Wow. So, wow. That's a lot yeah. of scissors. <laughs> I really enjoyed the family right. dynamic and my eyes were glued to the screen. And Which, just what's because, the sounder yeah. for the ro- eye roll? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, my eyes were glued to the screen and I was genuinely concerned. I keep on calling okay, him Mbaku. That's high praise. Sure. I was genuinely concerned with the family. I was attached to them. And even at the end, when the mother was, you know, a doppelganger all along, I didn't care. I thought it was just a pointless twist, but it Still had me three fourths of the movie. So, wow. All right, who wants to give their next rating? I'll go. I'll go. Right. So <laughs> tsames.blogspot.com. By the time the podcast breaks, the review will be up. I've been working on it. I have like six paragraphs. I really need to edit it to two. <laughs> I have a lot to say, and I'm trying to cut it down. The time really made the difference for me. Well, uh, my Shawshank scale is a one through 10 scale. You guys know I'm a tough grader. Mm-hmm. Anything five or lower starts to get into the disappointments where I don't even bother. Right. It's, it's listed as a disappointment. I'm giving this a five and a half, and mm-hmm. that's generous because Ooh. honestly- there's so much that I really wanted to like in this movie right. with Jordan Peele. Again, the auteur eye, the the vibe, the music. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good, and I don't want to punish him for that. Right. Will I ever watch it again? Probably not. The yeah. rewatchability factor is not there, and it most likely doesn't make the top 10 of the year. Mm-hmm. So it just comes razor thin to the disappointments, but I want. I don't think it's a total disappointment because I think my expectation was a little high. Right. Had I gone in a little cleaner with a little less expectation, not thinking about Get Out, mm-hmm. maybe... It reaches the sixes in some other alternate, you know, doppelganger Mm -hmm. universe. Mm -hmm. So I'm holding to a five and a half. Was I happy with it? No. Were there things I liked in it? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Now, this whole time, I just, basically, it's been like an hour of me just unloading and my hate towards this movie. I'm going to get mad at you. I can feel it coming. (laughs) and, And don't get me wrong. There are moments that I genuinely liked the movie. Mm-hmm. There were times where I was definitely afraid. There was I the the atmosphere, the suspense, mm-hmm. the dynamics between the the cast, the lighting. There's things that I really loved about this movie, mm-hmm. but I just feel that the story, the, what you're coming at me with is mm-hmm. you're trying to tell a deep story. It's not an action movie, so you're not trying to take away my attention with explosions or right. fight scenes. You want me to focus on the story and mm-hmm. what's going on with this family. It's a good and point. Be- yeah. And because of that, it just really dampens it and really hampers the overall enjoyment of the movie. Mm-hmm. And. It's funny because now I'm going to be the person that, that rates it the lowest. I'm going to uh-huh. give it, yeah, I'm going to give it a four, a four out of ten. Oh, four, yeah, because wow. sticking to your guns. I, I do like scary movies, and the thing about scary movies mm-hmm. that really set them apart is that after you watch the movie, you still have that feeling of uneasiness right that even when i watched hereditary stays with you yeah it stays with me right when i watched hereditary there was a time where i just couldn't go back to sleep <laughs> all <laughs> i did was listen to the hereditary <laughs> podcast and i couldn't sleep <laughs> i still look at the hoodie in my room hanging up and i'm just yeah, like man. oh my god it's gonna fall Heads will roll. <laughs> and I, I i hate to keep on going back to it i just think that hereditary was such a such a better movie than right. than this one 
And by the end of this movie, oh, Ari Aster, right? That's a yeah. tour. Also, you guys agree? Yeah. At, at the end of this movie, I just I, I didn't feel it. I, right. I, there was no sense of like, oh, I'm gonna have a doppelganger around. There's something. Yeah. You know what the feeling the was? Do you agree with me, Ryan? Uh, was the feeling disappointment? That's yeah. the lingering feeling. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and too bad. I didn't have. Jordan Peele, he's great. I love him in Keen Peele. And we root, we root <laughs> I love for Get him. Out. Yeah, no, and I, I want to root for him. And and I think he's he's great at what he does. He's mm -hmm. he has a very brilliant mind and he has a good vision. But with this movie compared to his other works, like and I again, I tried to not have these expectations going to the movie. I was just expecting to watch a horror movie. Mm -hmm. And was I scared at times? Yeah, I, I will say mm -hmm. I was, but. Overall, was I did the did the story stay with me? Right, and it didn't. Yeah, I, like I agree. A year from I agree now, too. Yeah, a yeah. year from now, months from now, I'm not even gonna remember this movie. Mm -hmm. You're gonna say, "Oh, did you watch us?" And, and I was like, "Yeah, I did," but um, I kind of forget what. And, happened. and you know what? <laughs> Tyler is the pure emotion critic, right? Yep. Yeah, I want to come back in six months and and see if you've changed your score. Okay, right, on it. <laughs> yeah, Just because I mean, as the emotion wears off. Maybe we'll see. I did watch it not 48 hours ago, but 24 hours right. ago. So, <laughs> so it's pretty early. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty early right there. But I would just say, yeah, the family dynamic it really does it for me, and that's really why I stick around with it. That Hereditary long. had and, a, I, I think yeah, had a, a completely different, completely different family different, dynamic, but yeah. it was really good. Still. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the characters really drove better it for death me. scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, characters really drove it home for me, and it's just the story towards the end it fell flat, and that's why I say Jordan Peele, get another guy, get a guy to like write with you. you yeah, know? yeah. Why not? You or know? pick a different genre. Yeah, yeah. go would, a different direction. I would love to see a drama. That would have been nice. Right. Do we think that this works better um, as a Twilight Zone episode, as a something on Netflix or something that you saw mm, on TV? Yeah. Any better? If they. Hey, if they condensed it and pulled stuff out, yeah. You I could think make so. it into a Twilight it, yeah. Zone episode, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. I just wanted to know if that's yeah. like Final at Destination. All. Where because again, uh, Jordan Files. Peele doesn't necessarily control the marketing, and the marketing right. uses Get Out and his name and, and the masterpiece yeah. he created to push this along so it makes they're gonna money. Sell, they didn't want to sell it. That's Patty, what Patty do Jenkins did uh, I Am the Night, which is mm -hmm. a, a miniseries that I liked, but I thought came up a little short for me about mm -hmm. the Black Dahlia. But because it was on the small screen on TNT, you didn't get, oh, the director of Wonder Woman did X, Y, Z. Here you got that. Yeah. So I almost think that's what forces their expectation up, forces us to look mm -hmm. at it with a little bit more I, criticism. I, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I wish I didn't watch any trailers for this. Mm. I do now. I, I, yes. I do now. Yeah. I wish I really walked into it blind mm. and... Now, you know, I kind of want to rewatch Get Out. I'm sure it's still going to hold up pretty, it's you so know, good. pretty well. You I've know, right, yeah. I'm very now, confident in I, was, I was worried but, about it wouldn't hold up also. Yeah, but, but you know. It's so smart. I really wish I would have walked in this blind. I kind of really wish I walked into it without knowing Jordan Peele directed it. Although I would feel, I would get that sense as I'm watching the movie. Like, I think Jordan Peele directed it. Mm. But yeah. So any final thoughts on rating system? Mm. Or just rating in general? Nah, <laughs> nah. Yeah, All right. I don't, I don't think so. Mm. A five so, and a half holds. Yeah, for comp on my uh, uh, website, uh, five and a half I gave to movies like American Made, the Ant-Man and the Wasp. These are movies that like I'll probably never watch again, but right. we're fine. So, you know, it's a fine movie. Just okay. fine. Barely. All right. So we'll move on to our next segment, which is We've Got Mail. So we've got an email here where it's, hey, guys, big time fan of the show. What's your favorite death scene or most gruesome scene from a horror movie? From Timothy. 
And what's that? Uh, what's that uh, Gmail address? Oh, so uh, Gmail. Uh, sorry, Gmail. <laughs> That's uh, a tethered talk, one. What's the real one? <laughs> talkingflick at gmail.com. That's talk, where you guys can reach us at gmail.com. Or flick underscore talking on Twitter if you want to reach us with any sort of letters or any sort of questions mm-hmm. or anything. And we really so. appreciate the commentary. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate the comments. All the feedback from the last few episodes is, is uh, we're grateful for. Yeah, and if you guys think that we're wrong, then you need to reevaluate. We love your to life. argue. <laughs> we will yeah. argue with you on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just add, DM us. We don't care. But (laughs) just know that coming into an argument with us, you're on the losing side. (laughs) And remember what I said. If you have to bring in the political standpoints to make this movie good, it's not a good movie. You're reaching. (laughs) You're reaching. (laughs) So... Favorite kill scene mm. or favorite gruesome scene from That's a horror a movie? So, yes, it is. There's um, so many gruesome. Oh, I just thought of a great. So wait, one. is the question is it gruesome or favorite? Fa- okay, it's two so different questions. Either, right? either your your favorite uh, your favorite death scene. From what was the name of the movie? guy who asked the question? Timothy. Timothy, thank you for this question. This is a good one. I like this. <laughs> so, favorite death scene from a, from a horror movie? Okay. Or most or favorite gruesome scene from a horror movie? Now I'm going to say mine real quick. So can we do one and one? Yeah. The most gruesome and the oh yeah, favorite. absolutely. Okay, so let's do I'll, that. I'll say mine real quick. Misery. When Kathy Bates Ooh, smashes the, the foot, yeah, yes. oh, okay, I like Gruesome. it because it Can't does make you like it. curl a <laughs> yeah. little bit. All right, that's a decent one. <laughs> okay. I like that. All right, all right. So that's your favorite. I would, you know, just off the top of my head, uh-huh. I would say so. I'm not going to make it into a list or anything. Maybe I will. Okay. Who knows? But definitely cringeworthy, gruesome. Just yeah, I agree. Oh. It does. It does get you. It, it get. It, it definitely makes me clinch. So, Man. <laughs> I like that I, movie too. That's a. That's one of the better Stephen King adaptions. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. I, and and by the way, Castle Rock season two is going into that storyline. I was told. Castle Rock. Or I read that somewhere. I really like Castle Rock. <laughs> <so. laughs> You're gonna have to go first. Okay, yeah, I'll go. Okay, so my I'm, favorite I'm, death scene. Um, is American Psycho with okay. Christian Bale and mm. the prostitutes and yeah. the, okay. <laughs> how okay. funny right. it is. That's my favorite. And, and uh, Phil Collins in the background. I love Phil Collins, right? Yeah. So that's my favorite. But the most <laughs> gruesome for me, I think, is um, Signs of the Lambs, where okay. he escapes that prison cell and he kills the guards and the bodies are hung up with the guts kind of hanging out right. and stuff. That, that's my gruesome one. Ooh. So favorite American uh-huh. Psycho, most gruesome, Signs of the Lambs. Okay. Do you have any ones, Ryan? Oh, or man. I know it's something you got to think about. It's too. so hard, man. Ah, oh, dang. Man. It is a tough question. Thank you, Timothy. Yes, yes. Please keep sending those emails. Yeah. Talking flick at We can always cut around it too if we need more time to think. So, <laughs> you know what there's, was it? Uh, there's a lot. Maybe it may not be the gruesome, most gruesome because they don't really show it. But in uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, when the first one, uh, I one of them, one of them, one <laughs> of them. Um, Though, man, it's been so long since I've seen this movie. But the female character, they're in a trailer in a trailer park or inside of a trailer, and Freddy is is has the Jason. Uh, yeah, is it Freddy or Jason? No, it's Freddy. Freddy is Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. I apologize. So, yeah, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So, it's within... within, And some of those death scenes are super gruesome. Nightmare on Elm Street, what I remember about him is the gooeyness of all of it. Mm, Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, it was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's Freddy, and he has taken the the body of the dad, and the dad Uh is, like... uh, 
making advances to her daughter and stuff. Oh, I like, vaguely remember. Yeah. Which one is uh-huh. that? The dream then, child or something? It's one of uh, uh-huh. the female, one of the female leads. But what she does is she ends up grabbing like a tea kettle or a a toaster, and she's ha- she has it by the cord, and then she just starts wailing on him until <laughs> he stops moving. Oh my! God. And the sound effects of it are really like it really stuck Brutal. with me. Yeah, uh-huh. like the squishiness of so it. That's your, the that's your gruesome. Right? Yeah, that probably yeah. would be my gruesome. Um, one we of my about favorite. Our favorite movie <laughs> hereditary <laughs> one of my favorite ones you know there's there's i think about the 13th ghost or in frequency at the very end it's the just desserts ones when all mm. the demons or all the spirits come together and then just start ripping a dude apart like oh, okay. they've, yeah. do, they've done that in a number of different movies and i remember in frequency like they break all of his bones uh-huh. and, and yeah. squish him and then rip him apart that, some of that in the saw movies too where they rip him into pieces yeah like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, some it, of the really really gross out ones don't work that well i, I think it's the idea of the just desserts when they really deserve it and then all the like spirits that have been oppressed or like uh-huh. stuck in a certain place like in 13 ghosts they all come together and descend upon one person right. i think that's very satisfying like um <laughs> i think a big just on topic of satisfying kills I've never seen this movie. I kind of want to. Where it's Freaks. It's the movie that came out in yes. 19... Oh, I didn't see I that. saw that one. I and they're just man. like, goo goo gaba, one yeah. of us. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess that movie, it's it's been cut down and everything. There's not really a true cut of it out there because right? the time mm. it came out. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, let me look up real quick when it came out. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you can even watch it on YouTube, but it, <laughs> it has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. 1932. Wow. 1932, yeah, Hour yeah, and yeah. 30 minutes, and apparently it's got some cut around it. I'd have to research the movie a little bit more, mm. but... Um, another movie I'll mention as far as, I guess you could say, gruesome. I've never seen it. I've only heard about it. I don't think I'll ever watch it, and it's Audition. Ooh, and yeah. Oh, that one was either. crazy, too. With the, with the yeah. leg cutting scene? Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Piano Wire. Yeah. There's, Ooh, they go yeah, really gross. deep into it. And with the foreign movies, uh-huh. especially the Japanese movies, they really show like the gruesomeness of it. Yeah. I remember it was because the... the the murderer, the psycho killer. Yeah, the girl. woman who's uh, she was yeah. being she was being what is that? Um, sexually molested by her mm-hmm. like dance teacher or whatever. She ends up taking off a piano wire from the piano, the grand uh-huh. piano that was there, and literally cuts his head off. Oh my god! Yeah, it. and then yeah, from gross. there she devolves and goes into all these crazy uh-huh. things. <laughs> the one thing that I really liked about Audition was when it first came out, it was advertised as a. Uh, a love story romantic comedy yeah that's romantic right. comedy Ooh, I like that so yeah. all all the people like the trailers it was a romantic comedy all the people that went mm-hmm. it re- was released on Valentine's Day I believe oh wow yeah so oh. all the people that went there were these couples and stuff and then it slowly goes crazy wow if you haven't seen uh-huh. the movie it's insane and there's this one portion where she has this weird deformed slave that's in a bag and uh-huh. it just jumbles around inside of a room it's oh, it's gross. creepy it's super <laughs> creepy but yeah that's a good one there's that she one? also she also takes pins and then like digs them yeah, into the, the eye of the person Ooh. and they have it from a pov perspective she's taking this pin and just putting it right into the camera and it's insane we'd be remiss to not mention the, the human centipede is oh, pretty, yes. oh man pretty oh, girl's yes. stomach i want to say uh sometimes a horror movie 
the, the TV series Hannibal, sometimes horror can make you root for the bad guy in such a yeah. weird yeah, way. Yeah. The TV series Hannibal, the Brian Fuller series, mm-hmm. almost made me want to eat some people because it looks so good. <laughs> it's like foie gras <laughs> and a nice uh, mint jelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they did such a good job of making it look romantic, the murder and the right. way he prepares the food. There's an interesting take on that. Mm. So the thing with horror is they can do so many different takes, so many right. different points of view. So you hear that FBI? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I yeah, enjoy a good meal. find him at chamas.blogspot.com. I'm oh, the one man. that has to explain things to my psychiatrist. <laughs> There's also um, on YouTube, it was done by Bravo, the TV channel, where they had like top 100 most terrifying like movie moments or something. Yeah. Um, you can find that on YouTube fairly easily. Oh, I probably yeah, won't sure. put a link in it because I'm sure it'll get taken down if someone finds There's it. There's so know. many. How about yeah. Alien? The first Alien where the alien pops out. I mean, you've never seen that before. Oh, yeah. Some of those yeah, are incredible. That's, that's really, great. a lot of these, a lot, like even Jurassic Park, uh, one of them where the little little dinosaurs eat that guy. Uh-huh. Sometimes yeah. when it's not a pure horror movie, but there's a horrific scene in there, right. even more shocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So. so, I mean, yeah. Great question, out. Timothy. We appreciate that. Yeah. Talkingflick <laughs> at gmail.com. Absolutely right there. So, uh, I think we'll move on to our next segment, recommendations. Anything you guys are listening to, reading, watching that you want to recommend? So, with uh, all the things that I have been saying about, what is this, about us, like just to kind of turn off your brain if you don't even want to think about all this political mm-hmm. statements or things one mo- one show that i would suggest is um uh what is his name crap I ha- I've been saying it. It's not Alan Rickman. It's um, <laughs> Alan it's, Rickman is great though. I love it. Yeah, Alan no, Rickman. he's great. But it's, it's it's Adam Richman. Adam Richman. Okay. okay. Yeah, and he did Man vs. Food. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen some of it. Okay, yeah. yeah, I've seen some of it. And uh-huh. I, you know, it's just something to turn your brain off to. You right. know. Okay. You know. I really like food, and if you guys know me, food. yeah, no, if you guys know me and how I talk about food, you would think that I was a fat guy, but I'm actually not. <laughs> I like to, yeah. So, um, but Man vs. Food, there's, it's one of the series for whatever reason, I don't know why, but I just, just plowed through episodes. <laughs> it's just nice to have in the background while I'm doing things, and I want to root for this guy. The guy's right. likable, and I want him to eat all this food. <laughs> I like that stuff, yeah. I yeah. can watch, there is some stuff like uh, The Trip or whatever, you ever see that where they mm. just go from restaurant to restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Chit-chat and eat good food. And, and, and something uh-huh. to turn your mind off, that's great stuff. And I, one thing. Food brings us uh, together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one thing that I also really liked was uh, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I watched he a lot of it. I wasn't like a religious yeah. Yeah, yeah. viewer of it, but I watched a lot of it yeah. and it was always pleasant. Yeah. And even food competition shows I'm okay with. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are shitty, but some of them are pretty decent. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything you want to recommend, Nick? Um, well, I wanted to follow up last week. I mentioned The Inventor, which was a documentary that came out this yeah. past Monday about, mm-hmm. um, what's her face, the lady from Theranos, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. I did watch it. Mm-hmm. It, it is very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is such a cautionary tale. How of, long is the uh, documentary? Hour, about, an, okay. about an hour and okay, a half. Not bad. Oh, so that's a breeze watch. It's, okay. it's a reasonable watch. I know I'm always pushing documentaries on you guys, but that yeah. is, I started watching the Triple Frontier movie. I did not finish it, so I don't want to comment until I watch it. Mm. A lot of it I like, a lot of it I don't like, but I'll leave oh. it at that for now. Uh, I'm playing The Division 2. Uh, okay. I'm playing a lot of video games. That one's all right. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm turning the brain off there. And I definitely want to recommend, I have not seen it yet, The Dirt just came out on Netflix. We mm-hmm. talked about that Stranger Things trailer. The Motley Crue song, Home Sweet Home, is in that trailer. This is a little four or five part docuseries on Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. I don't even really like Motley Crue, but they live such a crazy life. 
It's I, I can't wait to watch it. All right. So <laughs> the dirt on Netflix just coming out this weekend. There you go. Speaking of turning your brain off, um, I wouldn't really necessarily recommend. It. I'm sure you guys have seen it before. It came out in 2003. It was Cradle to the Grave. Oh yeah, that was on yeah. HBO. Yeah, absolutely. I was I yeah. was talking to I Ryan it. about it a little bit because there is that kind of genre. I don't know exactly the name of the genre. It was that what gangster kung fu yeah. film movies where yeah, it was Jet yeah, Li and no. DMX. The Glimmer love- Man. You ever see the Glimmer Man? I like that one. I haven't seen that one. So but there's good was- and bad in that genre. <laughs> oh, but I love DMX, man. Yeah. <laughs> X gonna bring Give it to you. Make me lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, after watching it, I was just like, you know, whatever happened to that genre? You know, and do we have a new Jet Li that's kind of coming out? Someone who's doing the Kung Fu films? Or is that completely died out I now? Know. You know, I, know. I mean, we need to call Jet I say Ken. bring it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys like Kill Bill? Yeah. 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 yeah I enjoyed yeah, Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was in the middle on it. 2000. It's been a while. Yeah. 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 Before yeah. 2005, I think, right? Or uh, we around look, there. We can look it up real quick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as Cradle to the Grave goes, I mean, if you want to turn your brain off, hey, there you go. Uh, there's a really funny scene in there I was talking to Ryan about with the black stones revolving around Ooh, it. So. 2003 killed <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, that's a genre I wouldn't mind seeing come back is just that kung fu gangster action movie oh, coming yeah, back. Yeah. As long as you Steven know. Seagal's not involved, I'm uh, fine with it. Exit I'm tired of Jet Li and DMX I was bring always back okay together. With Jet Li. Yeah, Jet Cradle great. 3 grave yeah. <laughs> you ever see the lethal weapon where jet lee showed up i think it's four mm. i think it is lethal weapon four yeah, yeah he's kind of they use he's him good. very well in that i like that uh-huh. nick i wanted to make mention though you were bringing up that documentary i don't know i think you'd be really interested in this i was interested in it i'm, I'm gonna probably check it out later this week it's called the act it's an exclusive on hulu oh yeah. Ooh, interesting. yeah it's okay. about um gypsy blanchard uh Okay. Uh, so if you if you haven't heard about this case, it was a few years ago, but apparently she was a, a girl that the mom uh, convinced her that she was sick. She had some. Oh, sort I've seen of, some of this. Yeah, I saw yeah. something else on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There, there was um, there's a big expose. Munchausen by proxy is that what it is? Where the they fake the illness or yeah, something yeah. Like that? But yeah. essentially, she goes into uh, she. It's by it's fraud. disturbing. Yeah, she tricks the kid to, uh, to thinking that she has some sort sure. of sickness. And My wife loves this particular case with this lady. Yeah, and she would never leave her side, and yep. then she would force feed she her. She got, like, uh, special treatment. Yeah, she yeah. Did, like, the Wish Foundation. Make a Wish Foundation, all, all these different yeah. things. Fascinating. And she put her and through. And disturbing. Yeah, no, very disturbing. She put her through all of these different treatments, too. She went through, like, chemo, and she went, she took these certain pills and all these things, yep. but she didn't need it. It was just the mom that was Shaved her head. Her. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable, yeah. It was Stranger than fiction. No, it's crazy. And it's a two-part series on Hulu. On Hulu. You should check it out. It's called, it's called, the, called Act. the Act. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will watch yeah. that. Yeah, That's up my alley. <laughs> True All right, Crime guys. is fantastic right now. There's a lot of good stuff <laughs> out there. Any final recommendations? All right. Let's move into plugs. So you can email us at talkingflick at gmail.com. Flick underscore talking for Twitter. Uh, we are also on Instagram at Talking Flick. And Ryan, where can we find you? Hey, if you like listening to my voice, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. But if you want to hear more, I also do a podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast. Basically, it is a D&D real play role play podcast. Me and a couple of friends, we get together, we record our adventures and we send it out into the Internet. It's a collaborative story storytelling podcast so jump in explore an adventure i'm still a fan of dragon questicles i'm waiting for my invite to uh, be uh, a character soon soon (laughs) uh you can always i'm the critic here so you can find me at tsames.blogspot.com you can read my reviews rate the movies the top 10 of the year is coming slowly we haven't seen a ton of movies out in 2019 yet but Mm -hmm. we're building that list now 
Um, other than that, you can find me at Real Watch. I'm just starting into the Twitter thing, so go easy on me. And uh, always appreciate being on Talking Flick. It's a great show. Yep. Appreciate the invite. Yeah. And if you guys want to support us, we are also on Patreon. So whatever app you're listening to us on, there's a link down there below. And also, if you want to re- leave a review, that will definitely help us out. Uh, the big one, of if course, you're gonna is Apple Podcasts. Yeah, if you're going to yep. rate us, rate us on iTunes, please. Yep. Yes, Biggest yes. one, Apple Podcasts. It's, hey, it's just how it is. Disney owns the world, and then so does <laughs> Apple. So, uh, But that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, stay safe out there, and why don't you finish us off, Ryan? All right. That was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you next week. All right. Have a good one, guys. Take care.